The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. It's 545. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. Brett Vesley's here. Big Dick Toledo's out getting a soda pop. He's a good man. <laughs> and it's cold outside. This is the morning signal. A hearty hello to all of you and a uh, gigantic f- you to the people who are like, I need seasons. Close enough. Yeah, it's cold yeah. out. We got them. We got, we got seasons. Brady's wearing jeans for yeah, God's sake. Brady sense. is in jeans. He's bundled up like an Eskimo. Can you say that? Can you say that anymore? He's bundled up like a Inuit. All right, I, yeah, we'll go with uh, that. That's fine. <laughs> By a snow Indian, I think they call him. I don't know what it snow is. Snow guardian. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's a snow guardian. Anyway, yeah, it's freezing. I, I, it's tough to shake it too. I don't like being. In the 30s. That's when you start going, all right. It's mind over matter, but at a certain point, I just want to be warm. I don't like coats. I grew up here. I don't like grabbing coats. I like a, I like hoodie weather. I like T-shirts. I like... I don't it's like still coats. hoodie. Yeah, but if you you're working outside, yeah, If you're no, outside, you it's not hoodie. It's no. a coat. It's a coat day. You you know, you strapped a jacket on this morning. You got a zipper on. Yep. You're coating. I'm layered. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't wear underwear because I don't like layers of clothes. I don't like wearing doubles. I've got long underwear yeah. on. Do you? No. You're taking it too far. Yeah. So season people, you, you got it. This is it. This is what I'm... I need snow. And my... No, you don't. You got an hour. Go to snow. This is horrible. This is one of the, uh, like in a couple of days, will be eh, maybe a week warmer. It'll be 70 here. Yeah. You can still ski up in Flagstaff. Exactly. There's your seasons. You can live close to seasons. Don't you? I don't want them just because you're begging for them. I had a girl tell me that once when she moved here from Buffalo. I can't. I don't want to live here anymore. The winters are. I need to go back to Buffalo. Like, why would you go back to Buffalo ever for anything, especially the winter? 
What kind of brainwashed prisoner are you that you think Buffalo's winters are something you should walk towards? That's she, dumb. She wants to sled for nine months. Yeah, give me the option to walk towards the burning 9-11 buildings or live in Buffalo for a winter, and guess what I'm doing? Give me that helmet. <laughs> Walking to Buffalo. I don't want to live in Buffalo in the summertime, let alone its worst. I saw that this weekend. That place looked horrible. There are no good shots of downtown Buffalo. They tried a drone shot down a city, and it just looked like, you know, a ghost town uh, that still has people in it. Like, the buildings looked old and wet and gross. And I didn't even think there was a downtown Buffalo you know, everybody's, for years. Everybody's just thought it was just <laughs> it's the bills, yeah. and then everybody huddled in their igloos. Anyway, uh, so there's your seasons, everybody. Enjoy them. Have fun. I started my day standing out in this thing. My key fob and my Jeep won't work. You hit it and it said, I guess. I don't know. I'm hitting the button and it says, uh, fob not detected. And I hit it again. I'm holding it. What the? And uh hit it again and it's like, uh, use the key fob. It gives you instructions. Like, try that. Try. It's like a, a nagging friend. Hey, why don't you try pumping the brake? Gas it. But it says, use the key fob to start it. I'm like, oh, sometimes that. So I push with the key fob. And it just like, it's like, nah, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Battery's fine. Everything's good. Just the key fob's like, quit on me. I'm too damn cold. Yeah. And so I had to try to find the other key fob. And I have no idea where that is. Sometimes I leave my keys in the car. For all you who are just interested in stealing a black Jeep, it's always got the keys in it. You can start it anytime you want. I've got insurance. Go nuts. Uh, and uh, And it's in there. Like the other one's in there, too. It just won't. It, nothing's registering. So I had to. I borrow, beg, borrow, and steal this morning to get here. And I Sometimes like that can drain drain the battery. There's no battery. The battery's fine. All the gauges are up. It didn't say Not the battery. Not the battery, the car, or the fob, if it's, it's inside the car. I don't know. Certain cars. I, I mean, I thought, it used to, a couple years ago, like, they'd have a plug-in area. Locks and unlocks the door. The buttons work, so you got me. But it'll it'll probably just, like, it'll, it'll get up to 50 degrees, and it'll probably start right up. I don't know. Who knows? Key fobs. You know, I am one of those people that says there wasn't much wrong with the idea of a key. <laughs> I, I didn't need this whole start it but have it in your pocket thing. I'm, I'm caught more off guard by that than I've ever been. I knew when I used to get in my car to shove a key in it, I needed that. Now you forget sometimes I leave it in the car all the time. I don't need it with me. I don't have to actually use it. It just has to be on my person. I don't know where it is most the of the time. The worst thing uh, in really cold weather you take your key out. It was an older car, and you turn it too hard. Breaks the break key the off. Break the key, yeah. <laughs> but now we've got. But keys worked. Keys weren't. Something. Oh yeah. We weren't sitting there going these stupid keys. We still have a keychain, and now it's got this big lump on the end of it that makes it hard to put in a pocket. Women can put it in that hobo tissue sack they wander around with, but as men, it's like Jesus. I've got this lump now. I just I, I preferred the old way. The key. I like shoving a key in the neck of that thing and. And you work your way around it. You know, sometimes a person will, you're borrowing a car or whatever. Just wiggle the steering wheel a little bit. That'll turn <laughs> the key. I don't get it. But, yeah, I have, I have a desire to want keys back. This keyless fob situation is silly. Uh, you're getting silly. old. No, it's not getting now. old. Good. Call me old then. I guess <laughs> Give I'm me old. my keys. When, when tech, I want my goddamn look, keys. Certain things, technology <laughs> has jumped forward in places we just didn't need it to. The key thing wasn't broken. Nobody was like, you still have to. If What they need to do is, is like make it so you don't need anything. Yeah, that's the next thing they're going to do like is the fob's going to be in your hand. You're fine. And, and basically uh, surgically put I in. Think, I think that's the stupidest idea I've ever heard. But what they could do is a <laughs> keypad on the thing. I'm not going to get surgery every couple of years I get a new car. 
But if they had a keypad on there where you they had a coat. They program it. You had a coat. All right. <laughs> you're, you're still wanting them to put. Look, don't you read your Bible that you're not supposed yeah, to have. I'm the... not having that key. <laughs> That's like one of the signs, Brady, no. to insert some sort of thing that can be programmed inside oh, your Oh, they body. want to chip it all? You just scan, yeah. scan your hands no, for no, Apple no, iPay? No, nobody, nobody wants that. That's a silly thing. But, yeah, if you had a little keypad in your car, boop, 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 a numbers thing, it starts to ride up and it's only for you. Just, yeah. I don't think it's old. I think it's just like, it doesn't work as well for me. I like the old system. I still have to carry something around. They've changed nothing. My valet struggled. The key fob's not working. And I've got to use the key fob. Oh, forget it. And then I ran over a car. So what are you going to do? Maybe it's payback. You didn't Who need knows? new batteries in it. I guess. I don't know. My, I didn't need batteries in my key. That was for sure. Back in the <laughs> olden days, you know, back when I was a boy. You didn't say, well, my, my key's out of batteries. You just shoved it in there and you went with it. Walked uphill both ways. Yeah, it's exactly school, right. In this cold, ice, snowy yeah. weather, Brett, it I was, was terrible. To sleep. Look, we're 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 slaves to the idea that young people make us feel old early for saying, you know, that wasn't. This isn't a better idea. There's loads of stuff that technology's done. I'm like, this isn't a better idea. We don't. Need, we need this filters. Who filters for for the, the broads online oh, and stuff wow. like that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, something we didn't on, need to. Depending Water, on who you ask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like filters. It keeps the air cool. Uh, the, no, yeah, you're right. Uh, but if you ask a girl who's relatively ugly, that's great technology. Well, yeah, but I mean, for men trying to get laid, it's yeah, kind of a. That's what I'm saying. It's a magic show. Look at it from our point of view. Yeah, you, you don't want the magician's assistant to, to be on on the screen, and then you, she shows up and she's a troll. Who is that? Yeah. What happened to that Sorry, beautiful Mrs. Copperfield? What happened to that beautiful young lady uh, that was on my screen, and then the lady, the old lady from The Shining, getting out of the tub is on my door. <laughs> Those are photos I took of myself. Ah! <laughs> you still want to do it though? I want to see what it looks. I'm mean, still want to bang you because I'm. Can imagining, you filter that too, I mean, please? I'm imagining the the filter on the on the thing down south. Ugh, I should have known it. She was from Leisure World. I just yeah. didn't put the two and two together. It's going to take me a little while. The shuttle from my home is uh, running 15 behind. Huh? All right. You're a gorgeous young lady. I've seen you on the internet. How old are you? Oh, I'm 104. Mummy dust. <laughs> she shows Thanks, up Pelosi. with keys yeah. to her car. She's yeah. going on a date. That's fine. you got keys and you're on. You're in with me. <laughs> Keys and no kids? Forget it. You're a dream come true for Johnny's 70, future. That 79 town oh. car pulls up to your house. <laughs> Just a waist belt. Even if, and she probably won't even allow me to wear it. Seat belts kill more people than they make them live. I'm like, all right, 70s lady, let's do this. It wrinkles my shirts. Okay, let's just float around this bench seat then. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the key fob. I have never been. I had a friend of mine say that to me years ago, and he goes, you know this key fob thing? It doesn't make much sense. I think it's like, uh, you like this technology to make you think you got something special, and it's really just sort of a parlor trick. Because eventually you have to add keys to it, not right. to the car, but everything right. else. And that thing's keys. bigger than the old thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I wasn't a I wasn't a non fan of the key. Just doesn't seem like it was a better thing. What are you going to do? Like I I don't think the I don't think that the process of Netflix and stuff is better than the old way. I think having all these options is better, but I don't think the process of getting my TV that way is better. Flipping I was a flipper. back and forth. I'm a flipper. Yeah. So this is for the world of flippers. The technology of of streaming TV is no good. You're locked down on one thing, and then you have to go to a giant menu and pick like program your network. And I'm like, oh, where TV channels don't exist. You have to 
Who's watching? John or Megan? Click. Okay. Yep. Here's your 5,000. Th- okay, I don't want to do this. I just want you to tell me what's on. You change the password. Yeah. yeah <laughs> not loading. Try again. <laughs> Are you signing up? No, I'm, I've been a member. Oh, God, go to a laptop. HBO.com slash sign in now. Oh, God damn it. I used to turn the TV on and there was TV. Where's my keys? I don't want to check out the game. Exit, exit, exit. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't see that being a technology that's advanced. I think think it's advanced technology with a really clumsy way to get in. I don't like it. They got to come up with a way like DirecTV had where you just put all your apps into one thing and then just just cruise through. Yeah. Well, now I got it. On my TV, it's just a thing on the bottom. Yeah, that's a Samsung. It's a scrolling Samsung and you're like, all right. And they're in no particular order that I remember. You still got to get out of one, kill right. the other. Yeah, it's not turning. Ch- I'm a flipper. This is a the future is bad for flippers because I used to just sit and flip constantly. I, I, there was a there was a period of about four years. I don't think I finished one television show. I watched. I, I like sat and just put the remote down. If there was a break or something, I'd flip to something else real quick. Commercials were gone. I don't think I saw a commercial for ten years. Flip. And I was good at it. I could flip away from the show I was watching, watch another show, get back before the commercials, like right when they were ending. Like I knew the breaks. It was a. I don't have that relationship with television anymore. <laughs> I just don't. I want my keys back. It's like getting out of prison. I want my goddamn keys. I want my wallet. And I want my TV back to the old way. I like the a old. Good way. universal remote. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, that, there's a commercial out right now where they're trying to do something on the thing, and the guy just goes, "Basic cable was better," <laughs> and he's like, "This was this is a pain in the ass." That was a good part. You flip through, and it's like, oh, casino's on. It's only halfway through, but exactly. I'm, I'm stuck here now. You would find yes. gems. Yeah, you don't have that. It's like the it's like life shuffle yeah. on TV. You would shuffle yourself by hitting that up button, and it's like, what's next? What's next? What's casino? Oh, this is the part where Pesci gets blown by Sharon Stone. This is when it really gets good. Yeah. And now they give you that option if it is on, you can go. You want to start from the beginning? Yeah. Okay. No, I don't like that. I don't like that either. I like kind of discovering the middle. Like, oh boy. Because I know Casino top to bottom, so yeah. I can start watching at any point. I don't need to. If I do catch the beginning, it's like, all right. And then I watch most of it, and then I'll catch the last part. Yeah, it's a thing. Netflix emailed me this morning and said, out of nowhere, I got an alert. Netflix. And I think it's because they're doing Oscar picks today. I think the nominations are coming out, I think, today. And it said, uh, but it was TV. It was a TV question. What? Who on TV, past, present, future, would you switch lives with? And I'm driving in after my little, you know, key fob thing. I'm like, geez, that's been on my brain. I don't, I'm trying to... What character what on character TV? character on television would you switch lives with? What'd you come up with? Well, I knew... I thought of you guys first. I don't know what I was coming up with, but I thought, you obviously, you would be Tony Soprano. <laughs> Brady would be, uh, you know, that Carnival Eats guy. <laughs> Adam, what's it there? You, you, you do the reruns. He's not on. Netflix? <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be on Netflix. Oh, just, just TV. Seven. Yeah, neither was, you know... Carnival East. You, that you, guy you, bothers me. He's annoying. That's why he's a horrible person. Did you come up one summer for Toledo. Uh, yeah, he was Boo Radley from To Kill a Mockingbird, but that's not a TV <laughs> show so much. Just the guy standing behind the door. Uh, he's he's Colin Robinson from. He's the energy vampire. <laughs> yeah, I I can't think of like it was a great question because then I just rattled off a million people on TV that I would switch with. Like I thought Magnum PI, right? Yeah. But then he's got so much work to do. How about the Hoff and Baywatch? Ooh. 
Got nothing but ass rolling by you. But he never long. got the ass. He always banged that. He took the high road. lady. Yeah. Occasionally there'd be Maybe a, one floating through. You might town. be onto something with the Baywatch thing. David Chokichi. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he might be one because he he got to nail Pam Anderson and then switched out because he started the show. He was nailing that Yasmin Bleeth. Back when she was hot. Yeah, you know who I might switch with, but I don't know if this means just on the show or you know, all-encompassing Mark Paul Gossler from Saved by the Bell because he got That's to have sex with all of the girls on. That's really all I care about as far as my characters. Did he get a lot of ass? Sam Malone. Yeah. You go back and you look, and he had bad taste, but Sam Malone. And Jerry Seinfeld. That show was all about him having sex with someone new every week. That's a good one. Seinfeld would be fun. I think my second choice would be uh, Sonny Crockett, Miami Vice. Wow. Roll around the Ferrari, banging broads all the time. They're just doing so much. (laughs) I like a guy who's got very little to do. Magnum did some plowing. Yeah, but he worked so hard. Those the private investigation. He didn't have the dough. And then a couple episodes. I'm going to go Jonathan Hart. He had a pretty good. Oh, that's not bad. That's yeah, but he was a. But he was stuck with. He, he was stuck, stuck with, with that one heart. broad. Yeah. yeah, but let me tell you, <laughs> hey Brady, when we're fantasizing, we, when we're <laughs> when we're fantasizing, we're not married. <laughs> What's wrong with you? That's our reality. That's our miserable, hideous reality. A fantasy is not a wife. Ugh. Well, Tony Soprano was married, but he banged everybody right. anyway. So, was you know, he married? Okay. Yeah. He just technically had to look married, right? Right, Tony Soprano is like that's he's our fantasy. It's like oh yeah, power, you know, and he banged some hot broads. Yeah, way out of his league. way <laughs> out of his league, but his power brought him that. Brady's fantasy is to get married to <laughs> Stephanie <laughs> Power. Look, she's gone. We know, we know your your butler thinks she's pretty. So you got one guy going. I overachieved. Heart to heart is the first person you think. Jonathan Hart. See, Netflix is on to something here. I don't know. Switching switching with somebody would be... Brett and I are on. I'm not going to talk to you anymore. You're over there. You've got... Uh, we... Oh, who goes to most recitals? <laughs> I would be Michael Gross from Family Ties. Three kids, a nice wife, a job at the PBS station. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to fantasize like Brady. He's, this guy's going with tra- Jack Tripper because he had lots of he had lots of chicks too. Tripper lived a life of frustration. He never boned. Any of the women in his house. Well, well not they, those two. Yeah, but he had some good ones. But his that having Suzanne Summers in her prime yeah. in a nighty every night, and it's hands off. Uh, Jack Tripper spent the majority of the time off screen a lot of jerking off. Yeah, he was jerking off a lot. <laughs> and they'd tease him, and she'd run up, Jacko, and she's in her... 90 all the time. And he had to act like a twink all the time and for the Ropers. He had to be a homo because back in the 70s, you weren't allowed to live in a... I, that's, still, that premise doesn't make sense to me at all. <laughs> you can't live with two girls and pay the rent unless you're a homosexual because it was morally corrupt to live with two women, according to the landlord, but not morally corrupt to be a twink. I mean, he wouldn't <laughs> allow that guy in at all. If, if his rules were so firm, Mr. Roper's rules were so firm... That you can't have some guy living with girls. He's certainly not going to let a twink bounce around his complex. It's true. And then, and then when they left, the new landlord came in, had the exact same philosophy. He's a twink, right? Because <laughs> I won't morally stand for him living with two ladies. I'll let him do chocolate LeBaron all night long, but he's not doing it with those girls. Tripper's not bad, though. He did get a lot, but it's a tough one. That's a man. That's a good question. Though. Yeah. 
it gets you thinking over the years. Like, and then you know, I hated the show, but that Joey Tribbiani from Friends. Yeah, he never had a job. Yeah, or he anything. never did anything. Nice apartment. Lived in a great spot in New York. He pulled a ton of ass. Hmm. Yeah. Brady's uh, Brady just wrote down uh, uh, what was the uh, dad on the Waltons. I'm like, no, that's not a fantasy. That's <laughs> John. John Walton. I would switch with the Michael Landon from uh, Little House on the Prairie. What a wonderful family. That guy slayed it on the plains. <laughs> Brady's fantasy included a marriage. Yeah. How about um, Dick Van Patten? Eight is enough. <laughs> yeah, more That's kids. That's what we need. Oh. A bunch of adopted, a bunch of stepkids. That's what we're after. Overall, Mike, his, Mike Brady. I was just going to go there, yeah. yeah. Mike Brady. Look like a real stable environment with a nice wife. <laughs> Loyalty abounds. Ugh. Fantasy, and you bring a wife home. Sand to the fantasy, my friend. Sand to the fantasy. <laughs> Jonathan Hart. <laughs> and she wasn't what a looking. Guy. <laughs> He's quite a guy. This is Mrs. H. She's good looking. Fantasy for every man to put a ring on that and settle down. <laughs> I like the idea of having a butler and being wealthy. Yeah, the lifestyle was okay. You know who was a great one? Well, no, he kind of got hitched in that, too. It was the uh, dad from Silver Spoons. Because he inherited all that toy money from Eddie's toys. He never really worked. And he was hosing Aaron Gray in her prime and then had a few side-to-siders on that deal. Pretty good. So, oh, here's Brady's fantasy is happening right here in the room. This is my boss, Jonathan Hart. Hi. So big millionaire. How you doing? He's quite I'm, a guy. I'm quite a guy, he says. Ooh, fantasy Robert so, Wagner. This is Mrs. A. My wife. She's gorgeous. <laughs> what a terrific lady. We gave you a chance. That is a fantasy. We gave you a chance to be anyone you wanted to be, and you picked a four-season run of a dude who's married. My next one is McMillan and wife. No, man. <laughs> Fantasizes about a new wife. In fact, they only fantasize about Brian Walsh type stuff. Like, how, if, if I came home and she was dead, would people think I was? How about MacGyver? Uh, t- he t- too much work. That dude was into too much. Any, t- you know, I don't know that he ever got laid. Did he? MacGyver was just always turning shoelaces into rope bridges. And I thought there was always a chick. Eh, probably, involved. but he, uh, he was. Uh, he probably even though he's a horrible person, Charlie Sheen from Two and a Half Men. He slayed. Strong. Yeah, that's Strong a good choice. One. There's a Plus great choice. In Malibu on the beach. Yeah, the, and he was loaded. Right. Great choice. Excellent choice. That's a top fiver right yeah, there in absolutely. everybody, except Brady's and everybody's fantasies. How about, um, Did father, he get married? Did he have a steady father gal? Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> father Murphy. Father <laughs> Murphy. Is he a steady gal? Was there at all? <laughs> father Murphy's a solid. We need a nice friend in Victor French. And... <laughs> He used to play for the Rams. Michael Knight from Knight Rider. Pulled ladies, had a sweet card, killed yeah. dudes. But did he did a lot of, of work, though, too. Fighting. I just like so much fighting, you know? There comes Toledo. Let's see what he A lot of fighting. Oh, Jack Donahue from uh, 30 Rock. That's Alec Baldwin. <laughs> it's hard to imagine wanting to be Alec Baldwin now. Toledo, what's yours? Switch with any... See Netflix, what you did to me this morning? It caused this. I knew you'd pick Tony Soprano. Oh, That's yeah. so easy. Yeah, heart, in a heartbeat. Brady uh, picked a married man. Yeah, I know. I heard. <laughs> <laughs> I 
It's such a what a guy. horrible fantasy. Well, we, we quizzed Brady a while ago about fantasizing, and he says he fantasizes about his wife. And I'm like, what kind of fantasy is that? She's right there. She's listening. You don't have to fantasize about the person next to you. You have to wake her. That's it. And then when she says, I'm not interested, do you go find the, you know, the stepmom porn. They fantasize about that. Andy you don't have Griffith. one either? Andy Griffith. He did have some. <laughs> oh, yeah. He went on a lot of dates. I don't know, but you're living with your mom. That was Aunt B. That was his aunt. The same thing. It don't matter. Some old broad lives with him. <laughs> he did. It was it a different did, uh, time. She treated him like uh, that. It was a different time. Andy. He'd go to Mount Pilot if he wanted to. Really. He went hosed in Mount Pilot. He had a hot girl. Uh, I forgot her name just off. Like, Cindy Lou was M- uh, Emma Sue or something like that. But it, it, Cindy Lou was Barney's gal. Mary Lou might have been that. Might have been something like that. She Kramer was from Springfield. Kramer laid everything. The Fall Guy. Yeah. Jerry, I could be Jerry. Fall Guy's pretty good. Jerry it made is, his but way through stuff. Jerry did it. Jerry yeah. was great. Jerry hosed every every episode I watched. Like Jesus, I forgot uh, the show. The whole show has a has a. Gets credit for being highbrow and smart and all that. All it is is about sex and beating off, yep. and and the whole thing is. Are you master of your domain? filthy blue comedy? All about sex, the whole show, and, they, and he gets all the credit for being. Well, we never went, you know, dropped lowbrow. That's all that show is: dirty sex talk. Love it. I always had a thing for Pam Dauber too, but being be Mark from Mark would be. A little he never odd. got to banger until the end, and then they got married. married. Yeah. So what's wrong then, with then you? Then you have a Jonathan Winters too. <laughs> yeah, they, oh, they oh, got yeah. a fat baby, an eighty-year-old baby, <laughs> no. Mirth. The two of you just went right. Well, he married her, didn't he? He made her an honest they finally lady. finally settled down. They finally settled down. It's quite a fantasy. How about the Fonz? Nanu, nanu. Oh, Fonzie. Yeah. Great one, except yeah. for yeah. your poor. Yeah, but you People, don't have a job. You're, you're still in, scoring ass. You're living above the garage. Yeah, you got the Cunninghams downstairs paying your bills. Look. Everyone picking up your Jumping tab. sharks Fonzie never then. paid. Yeah, Fonzie <laughs> never right. paid, but Jumping Fonzie never collected either. Fonzie was a deadbeat. Working on a bike. Every, I, that's a dream job. I've never him. understood the Fonzie attraction because Fonzie, like, if, if anybody's like, oh, I'm cool, and he wanders over to Arnold's, and then these hey. high school or college girls or whatever, they were like, cool, come back over. I live in, a, in the attic of his family <laughs> in Milwaukee. Like, oh, you're not doing well at all. Uh, it's the same thing as the doctor that rolled up in Roadhouse and went into the top of that barn with Patrick Swayze. She would have turned right around. You live in the top of a barn? I sure do. I'm going home. This is a loser. <laughs> Quincy got some poon. Quincy. Oh, Quincy. Again, so much work. And that's true. Uh, Barney Stinson from How I Met Your Mother. Barney was he solid. Slayed. Barney was he a slayed. killer. Yeah, that's and made money. Yeah, Barney was a good one. And he was funny. Charles in charge. God damn it. Just, you know, if I was Charles in charge, I'd have gotten in trouble for peeping. Oh, yeah. Nicole Eggert, and I'm 18 and she's 13. I'm in, I'm drilling holes in walls. Then he chased from Entourage. Uh, I had to be part of Entourage. I hated his friends. <laughs> yeah, tough. It's a, it's, a, it's a weird question that everybody's got an answer to uh, that's acceptable, uh, except one guy. <laughs> that's, that's Brian said... Uh, surprised Brady didn't pick Ward Cleaver. <laughs> right. Yeah, he got Fantasia that guy over had here. Steady poon. Yeah. Yeah. He put his wizard's hat on and his thing. Woo woo! Bring me a decent wife. What the hell kind of fantasy is this? Bo and Luke Duke. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Did they score a lot? Yeah, they did. I think so. Yeah, they sound like Beavis now. I think they just had incestuous thoughts a lot about their cousin. I would, too, I actually, would too. back in the day. Right, back, I'm sorry, look, but... I'm from Alabama. She's in play. <laughs> Georgia, wherever the hell they were. Face from the A-team, somebody says. 
Yeah, that guy had some ass. Yeah, I did. Who the hell would choose Al Bundy? That's Brady. <laughs> You're a shoe salesman. <laughs> but he was in a loving marriage. <laughs> Thomas Magnum. Big. I pick Magnum, but again, Magnum's just loaded with work and peril. Magnum's week to week was just always like similar to Fonz. He's oh. he was kind of a loser too. Yeah. yeah, he didn't have any money. Brady missed the boat. How did he not pick the Reverend Eric Camden from Seventh Heaven? <laughs> <laughs> Seventh Heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that guy molest children eventually? Isn't he in trouble yeah. for that? Yeah, okay. <laughs> you are the worst fantasy writer. I want to play Dungeons and Dragons with you because you'd just take your character over to get a meal and a movie. <laughs> I don't want to do all this clubbing, so uh, 10 eel earth points and I'm going to go see the new Top Gun. I'll take the dinner, the battle axe, right. and uh, a drink. Can't we all just take a break for some womp rat stew or something? How about either of the Hasselhoffs, Baywatch or Knight Rider? Yeah, we talked about that. I'd one. go Baywatch. Baywatch Hasselhoff is better than Knight because Rider. you're you're sitting on a beach most of the time, so that's kind of cool. But Knight Rider, I mean, you got a cool car, but you're you're working all the time. You're king of the beach, they yeah. will never end. Uh, Uncle Jesse in Full House. Oh, good one there. That's a solid one. That's a nice pull. But then he had kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, he had to live and he was also kind of a deadbeat Fonzie, living with a friend of his. He couldn't afford his own place. At first, I think he, didn't he, at the end, he had something going on no, with the that's right. career or something? The other one, the Coulier lived in the basement. Yeah. That's right. Two and yeah. a half men. Yeah, we had that one. No. The, the twins and uh, the, the teenage girls, and you got to, too many kids. Yeah, I'm out on the full house. Yeah, I'm out on the full house. Seemed like a good idea a, a second ago, but I'd rather have Brady's fantasy of, where would you like to have dinner or just want to stay in tonight? Come on, Brady's favorite sitcom, <laughs> Triple D. He'd want to be Guy Fieri. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, we mentioned that he would be the Carnival Eats guy, but even Brady hates that Canadian knob. Bosom buddies, John? Either or? you got to dress like you got to be a transvestite just to live in a place. I mean, those guys had to dress up like Hildy and Gertrude or whatever and play pretend. That, and the one thing that Bosom Buddies had was they were surrounded by... Boy, did the 80s not respect women's brains. How about Remington Steel? Yeah, hold on. They gave these two dudes, Tom Hanks and Peter Scolari, just a dress and a wig and said, don't worry, women are too stupid to know you're not a woman. And you can live amongst these hot broads and they'll buy it. Nothing about those two looked like women. So accurate. Yeah. And the women, it is accurate. And the ladies are like, we're dumb as stumps. You can live in the all-woman's house. We're pretty sure you're women. I mean, who else would dress like this? Toledo, how do you not choose to be Gary Coleman from Different Strokes? You just want to have a father. <laughs> <laughs> or Webster. Or Webster. Any adopted kid at all. I would. I just thought of this. I'd trade places with Chris Burke from Life Goes On. I would be oh, corky. <laughs> just for a day. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good John, one. Can I go cartoon? Sure. Try my hand at He-Man. Wow, gee, did, did he get laid? Though I think I think you'd be surprised at what He Man's weekends <laughs> were like. Yeah, I think his weekends were Don't a little boring. Uh, oh, you think he was chocolate baron? There was a lot of times when He Man washed feces off his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guaranteeing you, He Man with that page boy haircut was in there going. Sorry about the filth. I thought the Metamucil had gone all the way through. <laughs> he Man, my penis is covered in chocolate. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that, Skeletor. Fridays are rough. You were just so aggressive. Anyway. Besides the STDs, would you go for any of the four morons from Jersey Shore? Ugh, no. <laughs> I'd have to be one of them. 
I, I couldn't Are look at the hang mirror. Jay Wow and Snooky. I, I was at the uh, Vegas airport and I was in the American Express Centurion Lounge, Jalas, and uh, inside of that was uh, Paulie D. And people, I mean, I sat across, like I was probably eight or nine feet from him. I did it, and everyone that noticed and recognized him did it. They walked by and went, hey, there's Paulie D. <laughs> and then, like, it always was followed with a laugh or like, what a knob. And he was DJing for like 80 grand at Cosmo. Whatever. Yeah, what a knob. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But we all thought he was an idiot. Right, yeah, so yeah. even despite all that. You looked at him with that stupid hair, and it was all jacked up there at the airport. He wasn't being annoying at any. He wasn't being Pauly D. But and everybody go buying a Pauly D. Ugh. Like everybody had noise they made after they. Hey, there's that guy from Jersey Shore. <laughs> Loser. But he's rolling in dough. He's just got to look in the mirror every morning and realize I'm Pauly D. Did Monroe from Too Close for Comfort get any ass, or was he just a beard? <laughs> he was a twink, uh, Mister. Uh, uh, this is the best. Mr. Rush gave him, um, it found out he was a virgin in one episode, Monroe. And he's like, well, what would you like to do? And he's trying to get him to lose his virgin. I just want him. I just want a steady girl, Mr. Rush. So his daughter takes him out. And she's going to. The blonde gonna, or the brunette? The blonde. Oh, the nice. good okay. one. Yeah. What's good? Yeah. Uh, Lydia Cornell. She was going to take him on a date and take his virginity. And Ted Knight was losing his mind. And nobody was screaming from the audience, he's gay. <laughs> Just want to take you out this weekend. I'll have sex with you, Monroe. What? <laughs> that was a whole episode. <laughs> but that was, uh, you found out Monroe's a virgin. He's like 26, hanging around those hot chicks at the basement of the Too Close for Comfort house. With Cosmic Cow. Larry from Three's Company. That dude, he always got turned down. Larry though. Dallas was, was a player. What Larry Dallas did was swing at every pitch. Yeah, well, he did. <laughs> Larry Dallas, he got He struck it. out quite oh, a bit, he, though. He missed on a lot, but Larry, he always had to run downstairs. He always downstairs. had girls for Jack. Yeah, well, because she won't go unless you go, Jack. Yeah. I mean, it was like he, he couldn't get laid at all without help or knocking on the door going, I got a girl upstairs. I don't know what to do. Yeah, he, and then Lana. Yeah, Three's company keeps coming up, and those two guys were kind of... They're down to that Regal Beagle taking their swings. Oh, yeah. Anyway, that's an interesting question nonetheless. Netflix asks, and I have to respond, what character would you switch places with? Brady, of course, Jonathan Hart, the obvious one. <laughs> From Heart to Heart. The single worst fantasy day. ever. She's gorgeous. Single She's gorgeous. worst <laughs> fantasy ever. <laughs> You might as well have just... What TV show is there a woman in a wheelchair? You might as well have just... I would have cared for a woman. That's the only difference. <laughs> I would have been a caretaker for that lady. So did you make your decision? Who you, who'd you finalize Man, on? I, I, I don't... I think Sam Malone. I think yeah, Sam Malone from Cheers. Solid. I think that would be it. Except for he ended up in a relationship. And that... Like, if I have to relive his whole... The Diane... Well, he got Kirstie Alley when she was hot. He did nail her a lot. Tried to put a baby in her, yeah. though. Like, that was when the show was going off. Gorgeous. The yeah, she's good, but... <laughs> I mean, she's no Stephanie Powers, but... Sam had a pension for, like, a relationship. If you're fantasizing, the last thing you want is somebody coming home. You want a bachelor pad. That's why Tony Soprano's great. Go out, do what you want to do. You come home, you got dinner cooked, everything. Great How about, so house? Italian. God, How about Hawkeye? Italian. It's a beautiful thing. Man. Hawkeye, I'm in war, for God's sake. <laughs> What's right. wrong with it? i got to perform. <laughs> what, uh, what is wrong with your fantasy, Gene? <laughs> 
He was having fun. In Korea. He was having fun. <laughs> I'm going to go masturbate to Margaret in the shower because there's only a girl here. Incoming wounded. This is a great fantasy, Brady. Let's do some operations. <laughs> yeah, Hawkeye's on the list. Sharing a room that's with second Chuck Winchester. That's, right. that's my second. Just behind uh, Ironsides. <laughs> Or Jake and the Fat Man, and I'm the bad one. Did Hardcastle McCormick race course? Hawkeye. Hardcastle. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm Airwolf. I want to be Ernest Borgnine. Something's wrong with you. <laughs> Brothers from Riptide. Something's wrong with you. Yeah. Yeah. My Chris Burke thing was a joke, but I think you might have thought, hey, that's not bad. He's happy. He's got a steady family. There's The sun is always shining. That's a p- person to ask, Chris Burke. Who'd you switch with? He'd say anybody. Anyone else. <laughs> He'd say Hawkeye's a good idea. You mean, I could be in the military? Yeah, you could do anything you want. Oh, boy, Jonathan Hart. Yeah, all right, that's another person like uh, you uh, thought the same thing. Another downsy. Pick Jonathan Hart. <laughs> Jonathan Hart. <laughs> the only two real good pipins were Jonathan Hart and Hawkeye. Which is just the opposite of fantasizing. Anyway, well, good luck to all of you. Ladies, I'd like to hear from you, too. I wonder what their fantasies were. Their fantasy would probably be Jennifer Hart. Like, that's a woman fantasy, what you've got. It's the stable, wealthy, taken care of thing. Brady wants to be the good doctor, John. (laughs) He's a doctor. He gets laid. He got some tail. He's in a marriage now. I don't know how that worked out. Anyway. Ah, it's going to rage in my brain all day. But I think Sam Malone's my choice. Sam Malone right. or Jerry Seinfeld? Jerry. Jack Bauer from 24? No way. So much work. <laughs> Quagmire from Family Guy? Yeah, he's a solid kill. <laughs> Giggity. Captain Kirk. Alien Puss. Tiberius Pretty Kirk. excellent shot there. Yeah, Captain Kirk's a pretty good one. And different colors and planets and adventures. That's a good one, yeah. I like Captain Kirk. He's the, there's a lot of work. The Bachelor of the Skies. Yeah, you could you could skimp on the work. Nobody's going to come bother you. You're the boss. <laughs> you fly that thing wherever you want to go. I just avoid all the wars. I avoid all the Klingons and stuff. I'm flying to planets where there's puss. <laughs> <laughs> I remember puss planet. Let's go there. But, Captain, we're supposed to fight a war. Why would we do that when there's puss planet? John, didn't Monroe get raped by a woman in one episode? I think there was a... He didn't want it. I know that. Of course not. <laughs> Mr. Rush. Monroe, that's called sex with a woman. Ew. A very special too close for comfort. John, I for one would choose the in-studio hard, or the in-season hard knocks. Switch places with the beard. <laughs> ah. All right. Knowing what we know, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, look at the ass. And yeah. You got a money. job and I don't have to work. They should continue it to Thailand. Yeah, hard oh, knocks in Thailand. Just have Liv Schreiber following him around. Forget the rest of the team. Just we went to Thailand to see what Kingsbury was up to next. Hey, isn't the show over? As long as she's here, it never ends. Bruce Willis and Moonlighting. Yeah, he pulled a lot, and he was fun. But then he went after that old lady. Lorenzo Lamas from Falcon Crest? I didn't watch. <laughs> I'm familiar with it, but come on. About Larry Hagman from uh, I Dream a Genie. Oh. Or Dallas. Good kill. Uh, or Dallas, he gets shot. Uh, I dream a genie. I dream a genie. Larry Hagman, I dream a genie. Just to stay in that house with her. And I'll tell you what, I wouldn't have put up as big a fight to bang that genie as he did. No. It took him years to finally uh, 
knock that stiff. Bull from Night Court? Bull from Night Court was pretty fun. <laughs> Night Court's back. Bull's not on it. Uh, it's 623. Let's get a wake-up song while we all fantasize our special, special ways with our... Judge Judy. With our special, oh, special friends. We got one woman. John, my wife says Kate Beckett from Castle. Oh, she likes Nathan Fillion. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I'm familiar with that. She's show. very pretty, too, the girl on that show. So that lady's fantasizing about how she could look better. Oh, uh-oh. My guess. <laughs> I'm taking a shot. I don't know about your wife, but I'm guessing if she's wanting to be that lady, she's... Johnny wants- Fever. Johnny Fever was a 70s radio loser. That's yeah. how, how, different, how, how different is it? Radio it's basically like wanting to be Bob Kemp. You're an AM radio host in Cincinnati. A, I got to live in Cincinnati. Ooh, B, yeah. I'm working at a cheap radio station. Other than this, the location, I've lived it. It's not that great. <laughs> Oscar Madison, John? He scored a lot of ass. And they had to live with that twink, though. <laughs> Yeah, this will never end. This will never end. Give us a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one, and we'll scream it together. It's 98KUP. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98KUP. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale, ericsfamilybbq.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. I'm retarded? Yes, you are. (laughs) Quantum Leap came up, too. Uh, Someone said, uh, Bill Cosby. And then I read the end. It said, uh, Nathan Sutherland. God damn it, Nathan (laughs) Sutherland, your choices. Toledo's dad has chimed in a few times as well with who oh, yeah? he'd switch places for in TV. A character in television, Toledo's dad would switch places for. He goes, uh, anyone on Gilligan's Island? <laughs> and he says, wait, scratch that. I'd be the dad in Lost in Space. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, Brett's fantasy would be Alf, so he had less body hair. That's probably a pretty good one. Uh Mrs. Garrett for Brady when she had the bakery. Oh, beautiful. And <laughs> his edibles. Tootie! Tootie! We have more biscuits, Tootie! That's living. Brady's fantasy actually to be Bob's burger. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Solid stuff. Thanks, Netflix. Those types of things, like you're like, Mel. 
Mel Torme, or not Mel Torme, Sharples. Mel Sharples. Yeah. yeah. Stow it, dinky. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. A poor line cook who lives on the Bush Highway. <laughs> Solid choice. Uh, I think we have our first entry for Arizona um, bag of the year. A man is accused of killing a woman last week because she wouldn't leave the alley behind his house. She was a homeless lady. And instead of just kind of shuffling her off with police help, he shot her, uh, stating that she's a homeless woman. Uh, Then he told the police, he's like, look, I tried to kill myself and I failed at it. And I was pretty upset that day. So I went outside and I shot her. Because she was still in my alley. Every time I take the trash out, she's there. I understand having a homeless person in your alley is a bad thing, but there are people who will take care of that. You can call the police and they'll rustle them out of there. It's illegal to be there. Then I read further into the story, and this uh, heel, his name is James Taylor. Never I see so he's had a tough life. He's 40. And after a while, this gets old. Especially if you haven't survived well, if you're if you're poor and you have no success, it's like uh, what was the Office Space when Michael Bolton? Oh, like this thing, you're going to kill yourself. Eventually, every time you say your name to somebody, hi, my name's James Taylor. Oh, really? How sweet is enough? Like eventually, you're going to snap. This dude snapped because his parents named him after this crooner. Brett hates. Oh. Great stuff. So vanilla. That's so good. So white. He's like, can you imagine being the bull again? James J.T.? So I would be... No, no, no. Nobody knows that one as much as this one. Worst part is, is that every time somebody met James Taylor, the suicidal murderer, they thought of the real good one and kind of were like, you're no James Taylor. It's dangerous to name your kids after somebody famous. They've got a lot to live up to forever, especially somebody like James Taylor with memorable stuff. Give me another one. Give me something else, James Taylor. That's a great one. But, you know, when your kid is James Taylor, he's going to hit 40 and either shoot up a mall or go to Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a great choice there, Brady. Excellent stuff. Oh. oh, fire and rain. Oh, what a song. Oh. This dumb James Taylor wandering around his alley. Just yesterday morning. They let uh, me know you were gone. That's what he's singing to the homeless And the plans they made put an end to you. Now, if I met that James Taylor guy, that's all I've been doing. I've been looking at him going, your name's James Taylor? And I wrote down this song. Please stop that, sir. <laughs> I just can't remember who to send it to. I'd be all over that. Yeah, and then that guy would go in his house raging. and just spin the barrel of his six-shooter and pop it in his mouth. and Not today. But he shot a homeless lady in the alley just for being there. And that's like, in the olden days, that used to be something we'd brag about. Shot a man just for snoring. But he shot a homeless lady. So now this homeless lady, who God knows what her story was, he goes out there and plugs her and then uh, tells the cops the reason he did it is because his suicide didn't work earlier that day. It's a life lesson. Maybe he's not going to win the, uh, you know, the heel of the year award. But he's in the running. But I also have a little empathy for him for being named James Taylor. He still won't know Pearl or Paradise, but... 
Oh, no. Pearl and Paradise are setting yeah. a standard that is very... Nathan like Sutherland. Rushmore. The Nathan Sutherland... Uh, We're in uh, January. Got it's time. early, but the Nathan Sutherland... <laughs> heel of the That's... year award. I mean, Nathan is going to always be the worst Arizona resident of our time here on the air. This guy's up there. It's a, it's an early entry. It is. Again, it's not topping the year before. It's no. winning the year. No, yeah, it's, it's just winning the yeah, year. Sometimes an 8-8 eight eight team wins <laughs> yes. the Super Bowl. Well, it's never happened, but you can understand my point. In 2012 or 11, whenever it was, the Cardinals had 89 wins in baseball and won the World Series. They weren't the best team. It was just a weak year. So far, January, this guy's on the top of the list. But again, if you've got a kid and his, you know, it's a, people do that to their dogs. I had a friend who named his dog Newman at the end of Seinfeld's run. And the dog lived to be like 17. So after a while... He'd come home and the Hello Newman joke wasn't funny anymore. And he's like, oh, my dog's got an unfortunate name that he can't live up to. And the Newman thing's dead. And now Paul I just... Newman died. <laughs> well, you can't I mean, you switch just... it. Yeah. You can't all of a sudden make it a Newman tribute. It's dangerous naming your kid after stuff. If your last name's Potter and you name your kid Harold, he's going to have a tough go. I don't understand why people do it. But James Taylor, crying well, Thank out loud. you, baby. Yes, I do. How sweet it is to be loved by you. Will somebody turn that off, please? How sweet it is to be loved by you. I like that song. Your name is James Taylor? Oh my God, that's awesome. No, it's not. Close my eyes at night. Sing something. I can't sing all that great. Wondering where will I be without you? Why she's in the alley. She's she <laughs> stalking him. Get a cruddy apartment. Stop it! Damn it, I missed again! Yeah, people named James Taylor. It's bad. I've met people named after famous people before, and it's not good. Jimmy it, Taylor worked here. Yeah. He doesn't call himself James Taylor, but that's his name. There's uh, one of my friends on Facebook, is Chris Cornell. Oh, I know. Oh, you, you can't, you can't do anything with that. Yeah. You're named after he's, a successful Christmas. Yeah. And that guy killed himself. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's never going to end. No. My high school wrestling team, there's James Taylor. See, well, see, I don't know if that was, that's an accident. That's an unfortunate thing that kind of melded with that dude. He, he wasn't purposefully James Taylor. His parents wasn't no, a fan yet because he was you know, way before James Taylor was famous. He's got an excuse. Yeah, I was born before him. It's a pain in the ass. But this guy's 40. James Taylor was a massive success. His parents were fans in 1982. James well, Taylor that was, already... a, that was also 82 when James Taylor was in high school. So it was in Yeah, but he time. was 16. Yeah. So he was born in 65. His parents, they probably named him then, I'm guessing, Brady. At birth. That would be my guess. Yeah. <laughs> You're I'll doing the math poorly yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, I know it was not easy for him, but he had the excuse of going, who knew? Uh, Sylvester Stabone, <laughs> the kid from uh, Growing Pains, Boner. He's like, your name is Sylvester Stabone. And he goes, who knew? His parents named him before he got famous. Yeah, you got to be careful with that. Don't name your kids. An- give your kids an individual name. Don't give them a James Taylor. Because, God damn. This is all I think of when I meet you, and you're an immediate disappointment. And Jimmy Taylor, who we worked with, very wisely calls himself Jimmy from Philly. Didn't even really give you his last name. He's a smart guy. Close your eyes and think of me. And soon I will be there. 
Damn it. What's that noise on the alley? So I kind of give this, this particular heel of the year has a little bit of an asterisk next to it because I can understand why he snapped. Hi, my name's Vincent. Last name, sir? Neil. Oh, like the shut up. Just do it. Just do the transaction. Of course it's like the. I don't need it every time. First time I heard that one. Yeah. Now, now, Axel. (laughs) You don't have to be an asshole to me just because your parents were dumb to you. My name's Harold. Yeah. Potter. Oh, wow. You're just like, yes, I'm just like the wizard boy. Except for I'm a letdown. I tar rubes. I have no magic skills. Can you cast a spell on me? Stop it. Let me live. I wouldn't want that. That's a poor guy. You have your last name is Bogan. You're Vesley. We didn't have a chance to have that. But those poor people out there that have, you know, last names like, uh, you know, God forbid your last name is Johnson. And you name your kid Dwayne. I knew uh, there were how many Aisha's popped up. Uh, Was that the name Aisha from the Stevie Wonder song? Uh, uh, um, The one about having the baby. Her name's Aisha, Made with Love, or whatever it's called. The song is she's Made with Love. That's the name. And it, br- it dawned a thousand different Aishas. You are the sun, su- sunshine, sunshine of my, of my life. life. Yeah. Aisha sunshine was the name of that? Life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> lovely Aisha. Isn't she lovely? Or isn't she lovely? That's right. Isn't she lovely? Isn't she lovely? Yes, sweet Aisha, born from love. And that was the thing. And everybody was named that after a while. And you just realized your parents were rooting for a Stevie Wonder type success. And then you come home and you got fired from your fry job. I'm not allowed to work the deep fryer anymore. You know James Taylor. Don't think. Don't you think I know that? You're 38 years old, James. Why are you living at home? Because I can't sing. That's all people want from me. No James Taylors. Well, you got the buddy Steve Miller. I have Steve Miller. Yeah, that's right. My buddy Stephen Miller. And I've sat in restaurants and watched Steve Miller almost go off. Really? I've. I, we were at a. We were at a bar once, and the he he told somebody his name, and then they're like, "His name's Steve Miller," and he told everyone down Jungle the line, love. Yeah, "Yeah, at the bar." <laughs> and then one guy started to do the ha ha fly like an eagle's like, and we were a little drunk. All right, Joker. And he's just in the guy. All right, that's good <laughs> stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> Taking sips and just staring forward, I'm like you good. And he goes, "I'm so sick of that." And I, every time he you want to get out of here, you want to head down to Swingtown. Every time he met someone, <laughs> Abracadabra. I'm not kidding. Every uh, Abracadabra was one I'd forgotten about. But every time he met someone, they brought it up. Every time it was my friend Steve, Steve Miller. Steve Miller, like the band. Yes. Abra, Abra. I know the songs. God damn it! I've do, lived do, with this do, do. Yeah, my whole life. And then, and then the next thing they always say is, "Bet you get that all the time." I do, I do. I'm suicidal over it. Steve never mounted to much. <laughs> he had to live up to too much. There's already a better version of you out there by name. You can't have it. Was like he my, actually a, fa- a fan of Steve Miller? Hated him. Oh, really? Hated Just because him. of that? Or? Hated him. Like this. This was his nightmare. <laughs> and of course, you know, I'd get in the car and be like, "Ready to go." Don't do this. <laughs> I can't cool down. Just turn it off, idiot. Yeah, not a fan. <laughs> Poor Steve. And nowadays, dicks like you, with that app that can control a jukebox, the second you find out Steve oh, Miller's yeah. in the bar, like, <laughs> just staring at him. I hear you. Good one. What's your name again? Steven. Steven Miller. <laughs> not Steven. Say it right. Steve Miller. My name's Steve. Yeah, you can't do it.
Can't do it. Don't name your kids after somebody famous. It's just bad. <laughs> guy that sits behind me at the Suns game's name is John Wayne something or other. He got a other last name, but he introduced himself as John Wayne, and I looked at him and I'm like, why would you do that? Just say you're John. It's kind of cool. Well, like John Wayne Bobbitt. John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's who. Do, which one did he name after? Because if your middle name's John, if you're John Wayne something or other, I'm not thinking of the cowboy. I'm thinking of the clown killer. He's a really nice guy. I like him a lot. But, man, don't tell people my name's John Wayne because all I hear is Gacy, Gacy. <laughs> He's a murderer. This is my friend Steve Miller. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Why would you do that? Just tell me he's Steve. But his name is Stephen Miller. Like the Joker. <laughs> Something's just blatant. Oh, it'd be worse. This yeah. is Boz Skaggs. <laughs> what? <laughs> My parents were big fans. It's annoying as hell. I'm going to kill a homeless person. I'm probably going to slaughter someone in my lifetime. Can't do it. Can't do it. So good luck out there. I mean, there's got to be a few black people out there named Orenthal. Oh, yeah. There has to be. There has to be. I don't think white people would have the courage to name them, even if you're a huge fan of his back in the 70s. So you didn't name your white kid Orenthal. I go off with uh, an Oren. It was it was uh, Ray Lewis's uh, personal manager. His his first name was Oren. Oren, and I'm like, is that Orenthal? Oh, oh yeah, probably. I and don't it went know. by Oren. You knew Ray Lewis's personal manager? Not Ray Lewis. Ray. Yeah, for the Celtics, uh, Ray Allen. Sorry. Oh, Ray Allen. How did you fall into that world? Through uh, Scott Brubaker at the Suns. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a weird pull. Ray Lewis's personal manager is an accomplice. No yeah, no he's an accomplice to murder. He hid the suit. I had to talk to him <laughs> through the phone. And I wouldn't be surprised if Ray Lewis's personal manager was named Orenthal James or Jay Simpson. Did you see OJ's? He is another. Tw- he did an Instagram. Or no. What do you do now? For the Bills game. Oh, God. In his jersey, had his uh, back patio all decked out in Buffalo, getting them fired up. And he's, he's feeling the love for his former squad. Did you see the uh, the controversy now? The tinfoil hats are out that that wasn't DeMar Hamlin up in that booth. Are you uh, serious? Yeah, they're saying that, that you know, there may have been uh, Bunch of, a promotional I saw thing. some other three jerseys up there, but that's popular. Oh, no, 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 not three jerseys. He wasn't wearing a three jersey. No, but someone they in the kept, background. I saw him. But I, they kept showing him in yeah. the booth. And they said, there's DeMar Hamlin. It wasn't like they were looking around saying, oh, there's somebody in a three. He wouldn't wear his jersey in the booth. Yeah. So he was in there, and he, it was all, he had sunglasses and a scarf and a hood on in a suite. And I know it was cold outside, but you're in a suite. And so they're was like, it a hologram or what? Well, they said it was like a bunch of, they said it was it a, could have been anyone. a body double. Well, they, but they were claiming it was him. He was claiming it was him. And they're saying it was a body double for promotional reasons. But I don't understand why that would be a thing. Doing a heart to this, yeah. Because Demar Hamlin was uh, like, wouldn't you? I mean, I can understand why people would think it wasn't him. If you are Demar Hamlin, wouldn't you make it obvious it's you? Like, wouldn't that be better to be like, look, it's me instead of the scarf and the disguise and the hiding in inside a suite? Like, take off the stuff and wave to everybody. But he was always kind of was hidden in the back, like it was like he was trying to hide from the cameras, and he wasn't. He's like posing and everything else, but like take the hood off and let us know. And then conspiracy people are like, oh, the Bills tried to pull one over on us for some sort of heart-wrenching, or CBS did, or somebody did, and it's kind of milking the the situation over there instead of just showing them. And then they said, and 
he was in different clothes. They have pictures of him before at the Bills facility. And he's in like a white hoodie. And I don't it's know like, why here he is. I, he has no problem with his face being in the cold. It was 22 degrees. If I was degrees. healthy enough, I'd be bundled up, but I'd probably be on the sidelines with the with the boys. Right. If I'm healthy enough to go, I'm going down yeah. there with my team. Yeah. And I'm also going to be the emotional. Of course, then again, I don't want to hang around T. Higgins just in case. I might not go down there and see the Bengals. It might trigger me. So being up high, he was warm. Like, it didn't make sense. So they're having this big conspiracy now that uh, CBS or the NFL put together this phony DeMar Hamlin to shoot him up in the thing go, there's DeMar Hamlin. Isn't it wonderful? Don't get too close. People will know. Don't get too close. He's in disguise. And he's, Why is he all bundled up? He was inside. It's not like he was... If he was outside, they're like, there's DeMar Hamlin. It makes sense. He's got... It's 28 degrees out. But he was in the, he was in the booth. He was in a suite. It's yeah, I thought it was like a hoodie and... It was a hood. The he hood had the hood up. He had over. sunglasses yeah. and a scarf. But they never got the... Ca- and all the camera angles in the world, you can get anything you want. That was the best shot they could get. And you could see like in the background a couple distance. of uh, family members or whatever in the three jerseys, you which couldn't, would be easy. You couldn't see much of much. Like, you couldn't get detailed faces. They didn't have a very close shot. It was the Zapruder film. So it was like, and now people are saying that wasn't really him. And I wouldn't be surprised if the NFL milked this for a little bit. It was like, well, here's that guy that almost died. It's a miracle. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's like, I don't want to be on TV. Or... And they did. They used up all of their... Uh, all of their prayers, and then it's like uh, minutes on a ghetto phone. They don't have any more prayers till February first. They used them all up on Demar's initial hit. And now they're like, "Well, can we pray for a few more wins so we can get Demar to the Super Bowl?" And now you used them all up on getting him better. Could have held up his GoFundMe eight million dollar <laughs> right. receipt, and then that would have proved it was him. I'm rich, man. <laughs> Long receipt going all the way down to the floor. Who should just uh, scrolls it? <laughs> I'm rich, man. The CVS receipt. <laughs> Everybody gets a toy. I can't wait for Buffalo's toy driver, Pittsburgh's toy Man. driver, because that's where he's from. That's what I should have done is open the it. windows of Sweden. Throwing money. Toys Make out. it rain. For toys. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's like Santa Claus. Out. He's like Santa Claus. <laughs> Speaking of, did you see the little girl in Rhode Island that uh, called the police to the house and wanted a DNA test of the cookies? Because uh, someone ate her cookies? No, no, no. Santa, oh. Santa came by and she wanted a DNA test. This was around oh. Christmas and she wanted a DNA test to prove that Santa was actually there. And I'm like, what kind of parents have a kid that knows what DNA testing is and buys into the Santa myth still? Like, that's how she – just tell her. Just just tell her. Yeah. It's time. She's aware of DNA forensic medicine, but she's still on the fence on whether or not Santa can shoot down the chimney or not. It's time to let her in on the game, the gag. Look, don't call the cops to the house. You're wasting big-time reason. The cops came over and they did it and like, yep, sure enough. Dumbass. That's right. I called two lawyers and a forensic scientist to come by. I'm still not sure about this Santa Claus thing. You're sure logically wise in one direction, and then the other half is a disaster. The police have to say, do you want to keep it going or do you want to tell her? <laughs> right. We want to keep it going. <laughs> All right. Yes, All right. it came back. It was Santa Claus. I don't want to tell you how to raise your kids, but you're making a nutball. You realize that, right? You guys will come back at Easter to make sure the eggs were properly placed by the rabbit. Yeah, of course. We'll be back there, lunatic. So long, fantasy girl. Fantastic work, gentlemen. Fantastic work. We have fingerprints of the claws. But if your kid knows DNA testing, <laughs> she's on to it. I don't know how old she was either, but some of them catch on early. Some of them kind of, it is a tough story to sell. That's just proof how dumb kids are. That's a tough one. 
he's magic, and he all the kids get toys. And uh huh. And comes down the chimney, he leaves real quick, and okay. And he builds all these toys at his factory. Think he builds PlayStation? Oh, sure. Why, why, why doesn't he distribute? Oh, he knows about distribution. This is going to be a tough sell. Then once you get over that one, eventually to get older, then you got to start being realistic about the Hallmark movies. That this well, that's what creates the fantasy yeah. in the first place. Is that if they start believing that too long, Hallmark starts with their fantasies start becoming. I've always said that to a little girl. The most dangerous thing in the world is a fairy tale because it's basically like just look. And it's not wrong. Look good enough and someone will come along and pay for everything. That's essentially what every single uh, fairy tale is. Just keep your P's and Q's. Mind your biz. And someone's going to come along Your here. Prince Charming so, is yeah, out there. Someone's going to sweep you off your feet and pay for everything. Very rarely do they say, just, you know, do the bare minimum and uh, you'll live in a middle-income home in Queen Creek. That's not a fantasy for them. And then they start having these, you're not my Prince Charming. Because, you know, I got zits in my stomach sometimes. I don't know where they come from. And sometimes I'm going to pop those while I'm sitting next to you. Oh, yeah. Ingrown hair. <laughs> this wasn't what I was promised as a little girl. Well, that was all fantasy crap. The Prince Charming thing's dangerous. Did, uh, did you and Ronnie shun those from Kirby's life as a kid? Her little Prince Charming stuff and all that. Was she we ever didn't shun them. But she, she never, uh, she washed a few of them. Um, Ronnie's the one who still she you know will have to have that hallmark. She likes holiday to, movies. She likes to dream. She likes that. Yeah. She likes to, another life. Like she like you know. Yeah. She'd be happy to know that your fantasy includes marriage. Her fantasy includes just whatever's going on on TV. We all have them. That's that's better. the nice getaway. It's a getaway. It's a getaway from your reality. <laughs> she probably sits Kirby down quite a bit and goes, "You've seen your mother's life, right? That's pretty much what's in store for you. So don't 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 shoot for the moon." She's excited. <laughs> Stars are far away, honey. You know, shoot for the second floor. That's really all you need to do. <laughs> Try to get in upstairs. Daddy says everything's possible. I, trust me, your daddy says that, but he's the thing that was possible for me. You'll find a provider. <laughs> it's not so great. <laughs> he shows up. That's nice. This goes back. Uh-oh. But it's still... <laughs> <laughs> That's a poll. Toledo's dad was Chuck from Happy Days. He just disappeared and nobody talked about him ever again, too. That's true, Brian. Excellent. Excellent point. It's fantasy morning here. But, yeah, be careful with those fairy tales because the ladies start getting into those next thing you know. But if your kid's onto the DNA thing and wants the DNA test, Easter's coming up and she wants the DNA test for the rabbit, you just let her in on it. She's too smart for the room and you're making her look dumb. I know you want to hang on to her childlike ways for... I saw a woman in her 20s at uh, the grocery store a couple weeks ago calling. And I hate going to the grocery store. If I never have to set foot in the grocery store again, all these deliveries are amazing. But I had to pop in there. And uh, a lady was with a guy. And I hope it was her dad. But she kept calling him daddy and dada or papa or something like that. And they weren't foreign or anything. But she was in her 20s. She wasn't great looking. It's the beginning of a porn oh, video or something. Daddy. She held up like a bag of ramen or rice or something. Daddy. All right, put it in the cage. Oh, Daddy, Papa. I'm like, what's going on with this? Like, And he seemed happy with it. Like, I never want her to grow up. But calling you Daddy at that age, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he just pointed out it could be somebody, not you. <laughs> but, it, but at a certain age, it starts to look yeah. like Pornhub. And that age is about 13. That's when it gets real creepy. 
Daddy? Oh, no, 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 no. There's a, a porn couple that I've been watching lately, and I had to stop because at the end she always goes, put a baby in me, Daddy. I'm like, oh, God, oh. you've ruined everything. Don't stop it. Don't say Daddy. Put a baby in me, Daddy. Ugh. Anyway, what are you going to do? What's on the big board of musical treats? Our wake-up song brought to you by our buddies over at Action Ride Shop. We've been talking about it for a while, but with this weather, it's ridiculous. Oh. Head on up north. Yeah. Get the skiing and the boarding in now. And Action Ride Shop is your place. You need the accessories. You need uh, need some maintenance on your skis or your board. They're going to be the ones that take care of you. Plus, it's cold out, obviously. Uh, cruise into Action Ride Shop. They're going to hook you up with 25% off Action Ride Shop branded hoodies and jackets. It's, if, as long as you mention KUPD. So just nice. say KUPD, 25% off. And they got some good stuff in there, too. So ActionRideShop.com. On the list, ACDC, Cult, Trivium, uh, Enterprise Earth, Clutch, Helmet, Slipknot, Dead Kennedys, uh, Pennywise, Velvet Revolver, Static X, Trivium. This guy says, my last name is Gunn. My uncle's name is Thomas. He's a successful anesthesiologist. Nice. That's a cool name. You don't have anything to live up to other than cool. Yeah. Because Thomas Gunn is not a guy. Tommy Gunn from Rocky Five. It's kind of, well. But Thomas Gunn is just a thing. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> this guy's last name is Gru. And he goes, the worst thing that ever happened to me is despicable me. Every receptionist always goes, oh, my God, grew like Despicable Me. Exactly. Like the evil guy. For Just do my work. Don't. But that, you weren't named after it, Justin. Justin grew. It happened to you. I wasn't named after John Holmberg, famous blackface comedian who invented the rubber chicken. You were. Well, it would have been, a, it would have been news to everybody because what I was named after was my mom's ex-boyfriend. Still a great thing I found out when I was about 20. Did Dan know this at the time? I still don't know that Dan knows it now. Oh. <laughs> my dad wanted to name me Alvar Augustus Holmberg after his father. My mom said absolutely not. I'll take mom's ex. And and they had to. And in Indiana, you had to leave the hospital. The kid had to have a name. That was a law. And my mom's like, forget it, John. And then later, we're going through my mom's old stuff at her house at her, you know, when she was growing up and found a bag she made and has John written all over it. I'm like, when did you do this? She goes, oh, I was in high school. I go, uh, Who's John? Oh, it was a, my first, like, real boyfriend. And you got married when you were uh, 18, so this was like a year before you got married. Yeah, he was a pretty, he's like a big dick. I remember that. <laughs> like, oh my, mom, don't say that. He was a big swinging dick. Nothing like your stupid father in that acorn. If Dan had his way and that that mystery journal that's floating around there somewhere, could have <laughs> been A.A. Holmberg. <laughs> Trust me, if my I've said it a million times. If my name was Alvar Augustus Holmberg, I'd have shot a homeless lady in the alley and killed myself years earlier. As, as much of a struggle as it was to just look the way I did all through junior high and high school with this giant head, tiny little body. And I looked like Mr. Mackey from South Park for years. Then and the next and then you get zits and then you're bald. It wasn't easy. If I had Alvar as a name attached to it, oh, there, there would have been, I'd have been the first person to ever multiply shoot himself in the head over and over and over. Alvar Augustus Holmberg. Imagine the first day of school every year for me. How how tragically scary it would have been, especially because we moved a lot. You'd have been Augie. I would have been I would have been Al Al or but the August. first day of school all my new schools would have called roll Alvar Augustus I wouldn't have raised my hand Alvar Augustus Holmberg that's you dude Al that's you God damn it <laughs> that's your real name shut up 
here. <laughs> Elvar Augustus. Uh, that's me. I'm Swedish. My, I would have been dead. John was my mom's uh, first crush. first big crush my ass. First big D she took. <laughs> Boy, thank God for mom's early crank. Yeah, I'm named after the first D that buried my mom. <laughs> that's my name. That's my namesake. <laughs> yep, John Thomas Holmberg. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe his last name was Daniels. And she she tells my dad Daniel. I oh, will give him your middle name too, John Daniel. God, I miss that dick. <laughs> That was the first D. That was the dude that uh, pried my mom open. <laughs> I'm named after. It's an honor. Yeah. Every time she thinks of uh, my name, a little tear runs down her throat. She remembers losing her flower to that that guy I'm named after. <laughs> not my dad. <laughs> she says it's not that guy. She just pulled the name randomly. I'm like, that's eh, coincidental. That the name you pulled randomly is the the D before dad. Well, it just was the first thing I thought of. Yeah, sure. Because you'd rather have been married to the other guy. The dude you were married to was trying to name me Alvar Augustus. And all you thought was, if I'd have just married that John guy, this would have been easier. <laughs> Blew it. Wish that John dude would have knocked me up instead. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully that John guy was a uh, good size because I had a huge head coming out. So maybe... Maybe he prepared my mom for it. Sam's like, ah, oh, we can't call that twink this. We got <laughs> He didn't know I was a twink yet. <laughs> Came out. My dad Dan, I got the My dad didn't have baby twink vibes. <laughs> that came much later when I was wearing OP shorts that were too small, half shirts and socks up to my knees. <laughs> that was when dad started to wonder. What's going on with this kid? He's athletic, he's good at stuff, but his clothes scream out, put it here. <laughs> Yeah, I liked uh, Puma half shirts, I, I, but he should have known I wasn't gay because I never matched colors. I always looked like I'd found my clothes that day. Do you have the corduroy OP shorts? Maroon corduroy stuff? OP oh, shorts, like a, a green shirt and socks with blue and yellow on them. Oh. I was all over the map. I, clearly, I wasn't gay. I couldn't put an outfit together to save my ass. Shirt that says you got another one in you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look where fudge is made. It's the front of my shirt was very strange. <laughs> Singing wham songs. Careless Whisper was a big one. I remember my dad's face. We, would, we drove to uh, Little League, and I'm in my uniform, and Careless Whisper was a big hit. And my dad went to, like, I remember him reaching to turn it. Ugh, what's this? And I'm like, ah. And I push his hand away. Careless Whisper of a good friend. He's like, what, what's this? And I'm like, it's a guy named George Michael. He's great. <laughs> I will be your father figure. I'm turning the station, boy. <laughs> and I'm turning the page on loving you. And Not in the El Camino. Convinced I was a twink. I mean, we didn't have the El Camino anymore. This was his work truck. <laughs> Tooling around in a Huber Hunt and Nichols work truck. Man, and tough guys in a construction truck. Listening to the careless whisper together. Pulling up to the ball game. <laughs> all right, turn it down, God damn it. No one can hear it. Besides, it's a huge hit, Dad. All right, all right. Why don't you float over there and play some baseball? My boy's the twink at shortstop. He's pretty good. But... He's the one skipping out there. <laughs> He's the one picking daisies. <laughs> singing wham songs. That was me. It was weird. But I liked all sorts of stuff. And then, God forbid, he didn't understand why I started liking Poison and Motley Crue either. Like, what is this? Transvestite music? <laughs> Oh, boy. Want to play catch, Dad? How do you mean, boy? 
Baseball. Thank God. I knew you were a good catcher, but I had no idea. Don't throw it underhand, for God's sake. Stop doing that. No twirling. (laughs) But I can throw it harder when I twirl. Stop it. Uh, Anyway, I don't know. Whatever you want to do. I don't know that Trivium song, but this guy's been hitting us up for like two weeks on it. Strife? Yeah. We can try it. Sure, why not? We'll go with a little Strife. We'll do that one. Why not? (laughs) Says your mom thinks of Big Dick when she says your name like Prince Harry thinks of his mom when he's rubbing his penis. (laughs) That's right, I'm putting the, the lotion my mom used on her lips all over the tip of my frostbitten wiener, my tadger, my John Thomas. The smell took me right back. My dick smelled just like my mother's lips. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the... I'm going to turn the... T- chapter chapter two. Chapter two. I used to love to walk into the bedroom, the royal bedroom, after my father had just finished with my mom. The scent of copper pennies and some type of light fish was in the air. <laughs> And a hint of Elizabeth Arden. It was Elizabeth Arden, Ludfisk, and some sort of other lotions that my father was using. The cherry scent. It smelled like royalty, and I wanted to be in it. Like fresh cut grass, I could recognize the scent of my mother menstruating. (laughs) And it took me right back to Baltimore. Chapter 5, her tampons. The scent of lightly used cotton. Remember my mother so well. That and metal scraped up against the side of a tunnel. You got it? What's it I called? Get, I don't know oh, yeah. Trivia. Hang on, I'll get it. Good luck with that. You can pull that one up. I don't know this one either, so we got to be careful of cursing and everything else. Uh, this guy, Adam Wick, said, My name's Wick, which the movies actually made my name cool, but if I was John Wick, it would have ruined it. That's for sure. You can't have that. You can't have the name of somebody, you know, like that. And that's a good thing. If you don't have a last name that's famous, maybe you'll be the first one. But I feel bad for little kids who were named, you know, Bruce Wayne or people that use their kids as, a, you know, a prop for comedy. A comedy name. You can't live up to it. End up with a murderer on your hands. How many times you see that Florida man, George Clooney, like, uh, he's been, he's miserable. Yeah. He feels like a failure every time he writes his name down. It's the worst. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. And we are ready for the Brady Report. All the news that only Brady knows. Brought to you by our friends over at Hooters. And it's Tuesday. It's at Hooters. They always want you to know that they appreciate the men and women in uniform. 
Not that uniform, weirdo. Military. You present that military ID and get 10% off all your food, non-alcoholic beverages. Every single day that Hooters is open, they do this just to say thanks to our folks in uniform. Beautiful thing. So thank you, Hooters, for this Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Tuesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Just Do It Day. Nike Day. Happy National Compliment Day. And happy National Peanut Butter Day. Wow. The just do it as if you're procrastinating on something. Just do it. Just do it. Just make a decision. Do it. A couple of baseless fun facts. At depths of 1,000 feet, water pressure can reach about 440 pounds per square inch. Wow. Pressure like that would crumple most human lungs immediately upon exposure. How deep? You're crushed. 1,000 feet. 1,000 feet. I know I was talking to a friend of mine who scuba dives the other night, and he went into a place called the Blue Hole. I think it was in Belize. Showed me pictures. It's unbelievable. And he said he dove, and he told me the the depths. And the most I've ever done is about 30 feet, because in Australia, you don't have to be certified at all. At least the thing I did, they just strapped scuba gear on me and gave me a quick walkthrough, and the next thing you know, I'm swimming. And I was good at it. I didn't know I was going to be good at it. And I'm with the diver, and he's going down 30, 35 feet. And you can feel the weight oh, of yeah. the water. It was weird. And I'm like, like kind of like, that's enough. And he just gave me the okay sign that we're good. And then he left. And I just you could just feel this is as far down as I need to go. And then, you know, you get to 100 feet. I can't imagine. But you got to get used to that. that. Well, you feel the weight of the water. It's a very strange kind of sensation the first few times you go under. I did the same thing in Hawaii. You could go with a paddy instructor. Yeah. Same thing. On the boat, they run you through a little uh, flip chart of here's yeah. your respirator here's and all the that. signal. And I'm with our buddy Jim Wilson. Yeah, that's who I'm And talking. the girl that was instructing us is a Japanese girl. She's very pretty, but she broke in English flip, doing the flip chart. Oh, and yeah. I could follow along. And Jim, that's the first time he said, I can't stand Asian people. <laughs> He's an Asian man. <laughs> yeah. Racist against his own. Yeah, that diving thing is weird. Australia, I, was, I told him, do I need to sign anything? Well, full my, I don't know, like liability thing. You're doing this of your own free will, correct? Like, yeah. Who are you going to sue, mate? Yourself, stupid. <laughs> like, I guess you have a great point. In America, we would blame you if I dove in here by myself and killed myself. Yeah, that would be dumb. You're putting the suit on. I'm not forcing you to do this. It's true. William Howard Taft is the only president who went on to serve on the Supreme Court. He was picked for the court eight years after being president. Cool. Denny's isn't named after anyone. It started as a donut shop called Danny's Donuts in Lakewood, California. And the founders picked Danny because he's, it started with a D and they like donuts. They eventually <laughs> changed it to Denny's <laughs> <That> was... <laughs> because people were confusing it with the chain called Coffee Dan's. No. Where is Coffee Dan's now? Yeah, Coffee Dan's is no longer there. Now it's a Twink Festival over there on Camelback and 7th Street at the Gay Denny's. <laughs> named after no one, but definitely named after something. Denny! Want to go to Denny's? Yes! How much just toilet ass is going on in that uh, bathroom at the Gay Denny's? They redesigned it. 
It's just got to be glory hole. It's got to be. A, it looks like a whack a mole wall. It's just it's just dorks flying in at you when you're trying to pee. Like the guy you used to work with, with a yellow hand or something. Yeah, that John used Yellow to put the glove on. Can you imagine doing that at the gay Denny's having to do the bathroom stuff? Yep, nope. you have to put that glove up to his shoulder and clean out those boxes in the ladies' room. But the gay Denny's is a different beast. Yeah, I wouldn't they've do changed that. up the uh, diaper changing stance. It's a full twin bed. It just falls <laughs> down. Yellow hand. The Murphy bed is coated in feces, and the rubber bucket is full. <laughs> Poor yellow hand had to go in there, that big yellow glove. And as long as the sun shall rise in the east, yellow hand shall clear out the tampon box on Monday. <laughs> and a new survey from Quest Diagnostics. Uh, love that guy. <laughs> I want Bill. If, you, if anybody knows where Bill Osborne is, he's probably about 76 years old now. Please, by all means, put him in touch with me. I want to. I want to be there for his last words because they're going to be amazing. He was fifty when you went. I thought he was. No, your age. no, no. He was. This was uh, nineteen eighty-seven when I met him, and he was thirty-five. So <laughs> we're talking nearly forty years ago. Right. He's got to be in his early seventies. We got to find him. We need a PI or something. I, just to see what he grew into because he was Gene Wilder with Jack Nicholson's attitude and voice. It was an amazing combination. And boy, that poor John Rodriguez would come in there. There's our Native American friend. He's Mexican. I know, but he's so red. <laughs> How, yellow hand? Shut up, Bill. <laughs> Don't tell your management to shut up. I'm not Custer. <laughs> anyway, yellow hand, as the beasts of the tundra wander through, the silver box fills with menstruation pads. He was the best. 51% of Americans say they know their blood type, but 66% of people know their horoscope sign. So Wait a minute. There are 30% of people who don't know it? Their blood type. Not their blood 49 type. 49% don't know thing? their blood type. Uh, but yeah, 33% or basically, uh, sorry, 34% don't know, don't know their, know their horoscope. horoscope sign. That surprised me too. Because you're kind of bludgeoned with that one. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like dumb broads that keep. Yeah. Eh, what, what sign are you? Yeah, I forgot. Oh, you're a Leo. Makes you want to like, uh, think I'm O positive with my blood, but I could be any. What's of the, the common one? Well, the most common are A positive and O positive. Yeah, I think I'm O, o positive. Is the universal donor? I think that's what I am. Only, yeah, then I'm A positive. You can only accept O positive. What's the one that is uh, the universal can't donate it? Uh, it might be O negative. That's me. <laughs> Starting now, gotcha. my blood Starting stays now. inside. Sorry, people who need it. You might need blood someday. Well, we'll cross that bridge, but all this stuff I have in me stays in there. People on TikTok, TikTok are freaking out after realizing they've been calculating their birthday wrong. You might actually be older than you think. Uh, it basically boils down to this. When you turn a certain age, you're actually starting that age. You're, you're not starting that age. You're finishing it. Right. So if you just turned 39, it means you finished your 39th year. Right. You've spent 39 full years on the planet. Yeah. People are just now figuring that out. Yeah, some people think, oh, I'm starting start my 39th at, year. You don't start at one. You start at zero. So after your first birthday is after you've spent a year here. This is a revelation to some people. <laughs> yep. I can't stand society then. <laughs> they had to have this explained to them on TikTok. <laughs> Or you uh, act like no, you, your someone, eyes are up like no, you might have been one of them. Someone presented, I mean, an influencer put it up on TikTok saying, do you realize And it's in your news it? report. Yeah. Like it's something you're telling people they should know. Yeah. It's, it's common important sense. News. If you didn't know that before, find a cliff. 
You're the dumbest person alive. Hey, you haven't finished the 40 years. <laughs> you're not. You're, you should, if you're 40 and you're just now finding that out, <laughs> you're the dumbest 40-year-old I've ever thought about. The other social media trend is people putting together, in case I go missing, binders. Who are obsessed with the true crime thing. And these binders include their DNA, fingerprints, handwriting samples, dental records, blood type, medical history. Come on in, thief. Photos <laughs> of tattoos, for you. Yeah, scars, really... birthmarks. Synopsis of my identity. You Passwords for social media and messaging sure. apps. Sure. It's not a grifter's paradise. Yeah. Under lock the binders are on Amazon. What? And Etsy. And they're called If I Go Missing Binder. It sells for around 50 bucks. Wow. Grifters. The folders first went viral a while back on a podcast called Crime Junkie. Yeah. I'm still kind of... Reeling from the idea that TikTok had a revelation. <laughs> so wait a minute, I'm 50, but this is my 51st January? Yeah, dumbass. What did you think, you were born you one? hatched? Yeah, you, you born one. one? Idiot. Everything is, this is your 50th rotation around. Now I'm in my 51st one, and I will celebrate my 51st completion in July. TikTok taught people this. Wow. <laughs> Dumb. There's a section on Reddit called Ask Women, and someone asked them to name the weirdest place they made a guy's ever taken them on a date. In the butt, Bob. In the butt, Bob. Weirdest date. Yeah. Some of the highlights were uh, two weeks into dating, a guy took his took a girl to his grandfather's funeral, introduced her as his <laughs> special friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's ballsy. A couple of them like the, there's a reason behind there's date to a funeral. A guy drove a woman to a Taco Bell parking lot, and they watched the animated movie Sausage Party on his phone. Awesome. And then he tried to kiss her during the sex scene where the hot dogs get it on with the bun. Hilarious. That guy's got a great sense of humor. And she was in on it up until the... Then she didn't want to kiss him because he had a mouthful of a Chirito or whatever they serve. <laughs> guy picked up a woman for dinner. She chose the restaurant. Then he drove the wrong direction for about 30 minutes. Before she said anything, turned out he didn't know where he was going, but he was too proud to admit he was lost. I don't even think, I don't know, like, I really went on dates, so I don't know what a date is as far as, like, weird or otherwise. I've never dated. You dated Megan? I guess. That was the only one. That wasn't, but it wasn't a setup when you met her either, was it? No. I thought you were going out with her friend. Yeah, that was, like, the first time I ever actually went on a date was with her. Yeah. Otherwise, it was just kind of hanging around until we started doing it. But we never went like, would you like to go to dinner with me and enjoy time? No. Usually, it's just like we're at a party. I'm like, there's that girl again. And then you go over and start talking to her and stuff. And the next thing you know, you're making out. Like, there's no dating. I've never yeah, I guess that's dated no, that's anyone. That's not a date. I've never asked anyone on a date until her. Um, a woman was, was expecting weird. to go to that's lunch. Strange. And you never did the online thing, so you're Good out of that Good God, whole no, man. Yeah. Thank your lucky stars on that one. Yeah, no, I don't. I've never, never had like a, I'll meet you at a thing right, and we'll have a nice dinner. Oh yeah, you've done it's it. It's a nightmare. Well, it's good for one thing. I don't even know if I'd ever. I don't know if I'd be capable Get of laid. asking somebody. Well, it's oh, great yeah. for getting laid, but so is that plan I had, which is just hanging yeah, around until you yeah, wear you someone. Never, you never you wear someone down. Yeah, you got to go out in a bar and just wear a girl down. <laughs> All right, if I do this, will you stop talking to me? Probably. You and Brian Adams' girl didn't. <laughs> didn't uh... Never dated. We worked together. And then uh, I was at a house. I was at her house at a house party, and I had made it clear that I'm like, if it's a go, it's a go with you. Like I'm in. 
And uh, we played, uh, We were everybody kind of left, and she asked me to stick around. And uh, she's like, you want to do something? I'm like, yeah, I want to do something. And she's like, you want to play strip poker? I'm like, that sounds fun. And we played, and she was half naked sitting in the chair with me. And I was worried because uh, the rumor was she used to toss salad with her old boyfriend. <laughs> and I wasn't sure about my back door. She wasn't the one that put your legs up over your She ended up doing oh, it. That's but that was one. before I had started my cleanliness program. <laughs> so I was like, well, if, if I get naked with her, she's not going to want to eat that. Ooh. And I don't know if I feel real confident Scrubby about scrub that. Scrubby scrub. So I made out with her. <laughs> and then uh, I went to the bathroom room. Let me make sure this. And I'm like, ah, I'm not confident. I don't like to. I have to take a shower real quick. Work it out. I would have had to shower up. And that would have been telling. That I'm coming back in for the you score. Went top gun on her. So I, uh, <laughs> I uh, we made out for a little bit. It got weird, and then I left. And then the next time I hosed her, but I never like took her to Applebee's first and fed. Yeah, her. that's no. <laughs> that's not a date. No, that was just a girl acting like a whore and a dude like yeah, put that on pause Taking for a minute. Advantage. I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> this woman was expecting to go to lunch. Instead, the guy took her to a gun range with three of his buddies. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Another guy suggested going to Dave and Buster's for the first date, which is fine, except his date said she'd rather do something else. He agreed, picked her up, and then took her to Dave and Buster's. <laughs> Jesus. We're doing what I said, lady. Guarantee he had a gift card from Christmas or something left over. Yes. That's not a weird yeah. place to take someone. That's just a dick. Yeah. 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 And a couple of these are like, well, I don't think they, you yeah. know, they committed to this date. Yeah. They don't want to be on it. Dating. Ugh. Coffee dates. That's no interest. Saying. You gotta, no, gotta have the booze involved. Yeah, you just get them drunk. Get them if they're not interested immediately. I'm not. I'm not going to sit and yeah. yeah, yuck. This lady's in trouble uh, because she scammed her cousin out of a scratch-off lottery ticket. Basically, the guy bought the ticket, scratches it, and finds out it's a winner. It says million-dollar winner. He wants to remain uh, remain anonymous. Asks his cousin, to go in there and go to the office and pick up the uh, winnings. Right. She takes the ticket. And at the time, he didn't know it, lottery wasn't uh, allowing in-person turn-ins. You just mail the scratch-off ticket to the office. They cut you the check, take the taxes out and everything. She responds back to him and says, it wasn't a million-dollar winner. It was a $20,000 winner. Here's $13,400. Lied about it. Yep. Then he reads in the paper, million dollar scratcher winner. So he calls her back, asks oh. her, no, no, that's the winning. Had to take her to court. Then she finally admitted she cashed out $547,000. He, wow. he got 311000 of that money back, $317,000 back. Got. What happened to the other part? She spent, spent it. it. So Time Trika just oh, really yeah. spent <laughs> up that money. Yeah. Time Trika wrecked his life. <laughs> got to get Time Trika's house. <laughs> Time Trika's back. I'm Trika. By the way, just the got legend. A, just got an email that put me at ease with uh, with that whole I don't know how old I am thing. Uh, Scott has text over and he says, "John, rest." TikTok taught TikTok people that. That's true. It made me realize not us normal people, not us regular folk who understand how time works. That's a great way to put it. One year at a time. It's not like we're working quantum physics here. That's a pretty easy one to figure out. I'm nervous that I share the freeway with people who didn't know that until just now. You're right. I'm going to present that to my son today. And if he find out fails, if he's adult or not, slap him into next. How week. many? Just ask him. How many Januaries have you been alive? 
Bro. Right, because his birthday's Bruh. in February. Bro. Say, how many Januaries are you in right now? Mm-hmm. Duh, Dad. 17. <laughs> okay, you're one of the idiots. Yep. You're one of the dumb ones. No, this is your 17th. Yeah, you're in your 18th January. <laughs> Duh. Oh, my God. I've got one. <laughs> and then you just look at him like he's a pod person. I've got one. Do I kill it? You got to move out. <laughs> you got to go. Is he leaving on his 18th birthday? Is that uh, coming up in a couple weeks? No, no, no. 17. Oh, he'll be up. 17. 17 oh, okay. is coming up. Um, this is his 17th January. So we've told him kind of the same thing as Chris. When Chris turned 18, three weeks later, he was up at NAU. Oh. So. Um, no chance of that with a boy. There, but yeah. So I told Alex, I'm like, you know, you don't, you don't got to go to school. But if you're not going to school and you're living here, you're paying rent. Nice. Right away, he's going to get hit yeah. with a bill. So he's like. Okay. Back pay, too. Get him for some back pay. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> And food. There's there's a lot of complications in yeah. that oh. in those calculations too because there were ex husbands, the oh. mom was involved in all of that. There were payments made. <laughs> oh God. Envelopes. I don't think I want to do that accounting right now. <laughs> yeah, just skip it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Sorry, you got three months. I'll give you three months credit on what you yeah. what you spent. Yeah, you know already. what? Be a good landlord. Just so I don't have to do that. Let the kids skate early. <laughs> good move. There's a new app called Historical Figures. It's begun to take off in the last two weeks. Um, it's using the GPT-3 technology. Have you ever seen that chat, GPT? Yeah, it's amazing. It's made us obsolete. So Humans this guy, uh, this 25-year-old Amazon software engineer, put it together. You can have conversations with 20,000 notable people from history. You want to chat to Hitler? You can do it. Yeah, I'll and be back in an hour, guys. <laughs> Controversies happening because uh, you can not only talk to Hitler, but if you want to talk to Heinrich Himmler, sure, his whole crew um, will be there. The whole crew is you can a- reassemble available. the Avengers. <laughs> and um, the chat bot is interesting because uh, they've tested it out, and NBC also decided to chat up some people. Right, um, some people had asked, had a conversation with Jefferson Davis. President of the Confederate States can of you America. Get, can you get Hitler fired up on Chat GPT where he starts screaming? No, he doesn't. In fact, he uh, is. Uh, it sounds like he's relatively calm, but he says it was no, a, nece- a necessity. What the whole thing? He goes, uh, you know the because they asked him the whole right thing. You call it? They asked him about the <laughs> the genocide. And they also asked Pol Pot you know, the same thing. Sure, says to to maintain the security our, in our country yeah. and the safety. It was a necessary. See, thing. but I wouldn't be asking history questions. I'd be going in there, going, I don't know about you, but I love me some Jews, and watch what the Hitler GPT comes back with. I would have him on a pulpit screaming at speech. He'd be going nuts. I'd try to piss off the fake Hitler. Now you get um, where's this at? You have to get digital Chat GPT. Coins. It is an unbelievable. But this one's this. called uh, oh, historical that, figures, based off the exact oh, yeah, same yeah, thing. This Chat GPT is that, thing is the most incredible thing I've ever seen. You want to write an email to your cable company? Just say, "Oh yeah, yeah. about about uh, lowering your rate or just canceling. that's an awkward choice yeah, to make." Well, that's a big thing that <laughs> people are got, using on it. It is, yeah. So I've had people. It'll like, write the letter for you. Writing songs and like their whole movie that you can write an entire movie. Kids, give it a premise. It'll write a whole. Kids, movie. your papers. Yeah, where oh, do we talk to Hitler at? Yeah, historicalfigures.com. I think it's just, it's in the App Store, historical figures. Oh, there you go to that. Be all over that. Now, you're allowed, they give you 100 digital coins right off the bat. 
and that gives you 100 questions. It's one coin for That's, question. I mean, then you have to start buying some digital coins. Whatever that costs. If you want to get in-depth with uh, Hitler, yeah. you can get 500 coins for fifteen ninety-nine. It's a time machine, and it's evidently fairly accurate to everything. You like everything Download is, all this information. Yeah. I didn't know people were using it to, you know, heave down their cable bills, but... <laughs> That's evidently Brady's first thought. How do I pay less taxes, GPT? Time's a little tight there over in Gilbert. What's going <laughs> Write on? me a letter to knock off a few bucks from this DirecTV <laughs> nonsense. Two ninety nine a month. I only have four boxes. Someone passed away, and you're not sure what to uh, let that send thing them. Do it. Wow, you so really are you, uh, a morbid sort, Brady, to use your computer technology for funeral letters and cheaper cable bills. Could you help me ask this person out on a date? <laughs> yeah. Write a song for her. It'll do it. It's Term amazing, papers. and the songs are incredible. Yeah, oh, college papers are done. If you if you write another one yourself, you're an idiot. And every time is different. There's and no... it's a blink of an eye. I need 10 pages on this and this and this, and it's got to include... Boom! It's done. It is amazing. So many people are on it, you can't even get on it right now. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's so packed. Hitler would be a good I think most people would go to Hitler first, but who else would you want to talk to? Lincoln. Lincoln? Sure. Maybe. I just want to talk to him about the last night. That's what I'm saying. But did yeah, you see you, it coming? Wanna... It's, it's based off his, his uh, historical stuff. He's not going to tell you, yeah, I, was, I felt everything. I knew well, like I was coming. probably based off that book that that lady wrote that became the Spielberg movie. Oh, well, that could be. She, went, she knows everything about that. But you can't get like Lincoln's perspective knowing he got shot. What do you mean? Well, he doesn't know how it ends. Well, yeah, that's true. Based on everything that you can talk all the way up to the play. The chat bot does. The chat would talk like like it's Hitler or uh, Lincoln's ghost saying, yeah, and then I got shot in a theater. It's not going to be a thing he says. Well, it wouldn't be one of them, but what if it was like uh, Jack the Ripper or something like that? They don't have any historical like wording. Right. Well, you'd have like. Ted Bundy. Yeah, it's fun to play with. I'd be all, oh, What's, Ted Bundy does, for sure. Does John Wayne Gacy have any depth? Oh, yes. Is there a bunch of stuff yes. on Yes, yeah, serial killers. That's yeah. what we use it for. I want to talk to Margaret Thatcher. Boring. Have you have to write, find out the uh, 20,000 figures they have so far. Man, oh, man. Have it write a sequel to Silence of the Lambs. Brett's over there uh, trying to talk to Tony Soprano. <laughs> John Gotti. Gandolfini. Oh, Capone would be a good one. Yeah. Hoffa. Oh, yeah. Where the hell are you? That sounds fun. (laughs) Come on. I could make a lot of money if you told me where you were. Yeah, ChatGPT is a, uh, and it's, you know, it's, you sit and think about it if you haven't played with it at all. It's like, oh, it's probably rudimentary. It's not. It's so detailed. It it has made us obsolete. There is no reason for humans to create a thing anymore. It can be done in a And they constantly upload it. Some yeah. English teachers Seconds. are really up in arms about it and other ones are like, it's great. It'll teach kids yeah. how to how to write, you know, if they follow it. Yeah. But it won't. They won't they won't read what is put out. That's why Chat GPT well, should what, include like a goof line in yeah, there every yeah, once in a while the kid has to actually edit. Yeah. Got a couple of radio videos. Ooh. It'll take a minute. Uh this first one's on a nice little, I want to say in Mexico, maybe. A couple of girls are doing a little stunt at this bar, outdoor patio bar. It looks like the girl was starting like some kind of chair dance, um, facing, the, you know, has a chair down and she's grabbing the arms and bending over. It's very sexy. Okay. 
<laughs> Keep going, please. I like the description more yeah. than the video. Yeah, stretch the more. Touching, yeah. and grabbing, and... and while my assistant helps me download the yeah videos, there they go. What's, what's that? He's downloading. Uh, we got trouble. Airdrop. Oh, I. See. Airdrop. Oh, you haven't sent it to him. No, he sent it to me. Oh, I, did. I, I didn't pull okay. it up. I heard <laughs> it. So, a uh, recap again, Brady. It's a sexy lady doing a chair dance at a wedding. No, just or just like a, a pier. She's yeah, on a pier. Mexico party. Does look like Rocky Point, like oh, yeah. one of the yeah. one of the bars on the beach or something like that. Could be a. It'll reset here in a second. Mm. All right. Are you okay? She hit her head or something. All right. Are you okay? Come on, reset. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a very good part. Comment on it. It says, "Hope you have dental insurance." Oh no, she faces herself on a bar. Well, this is no good. You caught it right at the end. I know. Instagram is, I can't This stinks. There we go. Yeah, exactly. In three, two, one, go. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, it's just That was the worst game of LeapFrog ever. I don't know what was supposed to happen. She has a balloon. She's popping the balloon. Oh, she's got it and on her. she jumped on her. So she's a whore yes. showing off her ass. And Which, like her mother told her. Any beach yeah. bar, you're yeah. going to be whores at. Act right? like a whore and bad things happen. And her friend was right. When your other friend wanted to be a whore too. I see. And her face went right into a pole. Next one. Which was going to happen that night anyway. Oh, yeah. This is a quick one. Uh, Mattress Mac was back in the... He's he bet $2 million on the Cowboys to win. Oh, he did. And this is him placing the bet at uh, Caesars. He's got the stacks. Cowboys to beat the 49ers on Sunday. Was that even a 2 Did he take points? No. So he lost $2 million bucks. Yep. In cash, right there. Right there. Stack of cash. Enjoy that, Caesars. Next what, one's what my... on the Astros, though? He made a big month. Well, he made a fortune on the Astros, yeah. Something like okay. that on a 50... Or a hundred thousand dollar bet, and he already had a ton of money. Yeah. So, next one's the dangers of my uh, dream job when I was growing up. I wanted to be a garbage man. Yeah, this is a pretty cool little uh, apparatus here. You got the mini dumpster up front. You load that one up, and then you dump it in the back of the big truck. That's right. Brady's describing <laughs> trash. You got the front. Well, no, most of them just scissor the. Huh? I know it's 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 fascinating. No, it's going. It's got a front dumpster, and then the dumpster. Double arm. It's two arms. It's got two functions. That's the blue bin with a bunch of dog poop in it. Yep. And then this thing dumps it in. Got to be precise. So it's from one trash can to another into the truck. Yeah, it's amazing. Are we? Look out! Oh, it started the whole oh, truck on fire. What was in there? Why did that truck start on fire? I don't know. The hydraulics started hissing. Somebody Something throw away smoking. their barbecue. No, it came off the truck no, itself. It came it's off not the, the trash. Truck, yeah. yeah, I think it's they the... run on like natural gas, don't they? I don't know. What do I need from a garbage truck? Oh, it's fast too. Like it just. There it is. Oh, there's the oh, sm- oh, oh, something busted in the back there. Yep. Wow, that's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> that's the... Wow. The dangers of that job. Yeah, that's right. You could burst into flames. Hydraulic line busted, hitting the hot exhaust pipe uh, right next to it, and instantly combusted. That's I see. according to the. Be careful, garbage men. We need you to do, to do the job that I'm way too overqualified to do. And no death and dismemberment. <laughs> no, All right. Too bad. What do you got, Bert? All right. Uh, this one is uh, yeah, you're kind of hanging out after the bar at the, you know, the taco place and stuff like that, and you kind of still got to pay attention to what's going on behind you. Okay. I'm sorry? Yeah. Yeah. Is it Farrakhan? Oh, car into the building. 
smoke. Is he still revving the engine? I think it's probably. Sounds like it. We killed everyone. All right, I'm out of here. Yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> Bad park job. People are yelling. That's my order. Oh. <laughs> That just bubble over that Louis Farrakhan dressed guy it right there. It looked like that, didn't it? Oh, I think he yeah, might have out of the way. Not so he's sure. He's right there. Yeah, I think, I think he, Farrakhan he get, took the hit I think here. he gets pushed to the side. I hope so. It's a nice suit. Oh, this, this is dangerous. Where's he at? Yikes. Was going you got to try to watch it. Here it comes. He got some rubbish on him. He got the, the entire structure from the top into his head. That's your Farrakhan's doing too well. Take that, Farrakhan. <laughs> <laughs> this was an isolated, hillbilly. intentional attack. Okay. The manager came out. You know what? Dinner's on us tonight. <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. And you can always tell how Get dangerous, that on shirt. Yeah. Take that, how dangerous the rodeos are. <laughs> Come on. You know how many white people would buy that, that and never wear it? Take that, Farrakhan. Oh, uh-oh. Oh, it's another a... rodeo accident. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh, okay. He's up. The bull's coming back. The bull's coming back. The guy's on the ground. Oh, 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 he just stomped him into the earth. He's There's dead. no oh, way that guy's. And then the best thing you he's can do to. He's broken up and they're yes. pulling it. The best thing you can do to a man who's been stepped on by a bull is move his spine around. And here you go. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh that's why wow. they wear helmets. <laughs> that's why they wear helmets. Revive him. His head's off. That's worse than the other head bull. Yeah, it's it's just it's completely smashed. And thank God somebody took this with their their eye or their uh, old flip phone because the quality is not. Yeah, I don't need the detail that in is not in I HD. All right, folks, we're gonna take a little break, clean this place up, enjoy the next five minutes, grab some popcorn. <laughs> Bloody mess off my rodeo floor. Bring in some more dirt. Hey, and now be entertained by the wacky clowns. We have some kids. Kid yeah, coming up. This is some guy. I don't know if he's protesting or what he's doing, but he's trying to stop a bus. Oh, standing luck. in front of a bus. Genius. Standing in front of a bus and a city bus. And uh, where did the sound go? I don't know. It's, and here comes a couple of ladies. This doesn't look like much of a protest. They're just making it on. He's just leaning into the bus, and the bus driver's like, that's enough, and kills him. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Oh, <laughs> and he's dragging oh, him. Oh, he's the old head 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 head. He's pushing him. The bus driver has a, he has a schedule, people. This is not funny to him. He waited for the last two people to jog on. Watch to the end. Uh, I'm not looking up at this. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then, you got to watch this oh, part. And he's under looking, the tire. Keep looking, keep corpse looking, keep looking. Keep looking. Uh, there he, oh. <laughs> he stayed under the front tire. All right. It's a tough skull. Goddamn we'll internet. Goddamn internet. <sighs> we'll end with that he's one. He's getting rubbed from two sides. Oh, tire God. burn oh. and road burn. Okay. Whew. Uh, you can email Brett for those because yeah. I don't think we can post those. B. Vesley at 98kupd.com and the rodeo guy is something you think you want to see and you don't. <laughs> you don't. You don't. Let us be the ones who took the bullet there. At least he died at what he loved doing. That's the dumbest <laughs> thing anyone's ever said. You know what he loved doing? Finishing Living. that thing. <laughs> yeah. He loved coming to an ending. Nobody likes to hang glide and land poorly. He didn't love that part. He died doing what he loved. He was shot playing basketball. He hated that part. <laughs> oh, this guy has a good point. The, the chat GPT. Yeah. He says, can it write a script for a morning show? See if you guys can get it to write it, write it for you guys tomorrow and try to follow it. Oh, Jesus. That's a good idea. All right. It's not bad. Get on. 
It's not a bad idea. Chat GPT, fill four and a half hours of a morning show <laughs> with nonsense. Maybe, maybe Katie Katie should try that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we'll do. We'll write it for an alternative morning show. You know what it does ruin, though? Host. Yes. You think you think Google and the Internet wrecked it, but ChatGPT makes trivia obsolete. Why is that? Well, because everybody knows everything. Like, all you have to do is go, ChatGPT, what's this? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You, enough, boom. You, can, you can ask it anything, and it just gives you the answer. I thought it was conversational. It stuff. can be conversations. It can be information. It can be a paper. It can be a movie. It can be... It's amazing. Right. It truly is like... And it's so accurate. Like, you'd think it would be its early stages of, like, oh, it's all messed up, or it's, it's not. There's something I read about the history of recorded time uh, in the, it's in the, all the way up to everything we had recorded up to the Internet's kind of uh, permanence, which would be about 2010. All that we had recorded in history is happening again on the Internet every day. So what That's took us what took us a million years to understand? I guess whatever recorded day? Re- every day, more, that much more it. information is brought in. Wow! So it's it's an insane amount of information that is is churned out by the computer because it just keeps building more, and meaning it can take all that history and build a new thing out of it. And and a fr- uh, I got an email here that said, "Can you imagine what misinformation is going to look like when when Chat GPT starts deciding what's right and what's wrong?" It's it's a it is AI in its yep in its earliest stages and it's already wildly impressive. Uh, it's eight seventeen. Enjoy that. Enjoy the end of humanity. We are obsolete and we've done it to ourselves. Have, have Toledo use J- Chat GPT to talk to his dad? <laughs> yeah, what would your dad? <laughs> Chat GPT is just a blank page. So accurate. So accurate. <laughs> uh, there goes your Brady report. It's ninety eight. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Okay. I am lost. I'm lost to society forever. If I don't have to talk to any you knobs again, that'll be just fine by me because I now can talk to anyone in history. And I am in a full conversation with John F. Kennedy right now. Historical Figures app is awesome. It starts off. uh, I want to talk to John Kennedy and I get a thing that says, hello, I am an AI simulation of John F. Kennedy. I may not be historically accurate. Please verify factual information. And I fired back, hi, John, how are you? Hi there, how can I help you? How's your head? <laughs> I'm doing all right, how are you? I'm good. Tell me about Dallas. Dallas is a vibrant and diverse city. Has a rich history with many cultural attractions to explore. 
from Dallas Arts District to Deep Ellum to festivals like South by Southwest and music venues like the Granada Theater. You forgot about Dealey Plaza. <laughs> Dealey Plaza is the site of one of the most tragic events in American history, my assassination. <laughs> it's a somber spot for me. It draws visitors from all over the world who want to pay their respects. The plaza is part of downtown Dallas and features several monuments and memorials dedicated to those affected by this tragedy. Like, do you like Lee Harvey Oswald? I cannot speak to Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> I don't want to tell you my feelings about him. I did not know him personally. However, I can say that his actions on November 22nd were deeply regrettable and devastating to me. <laughs> Man. And I said, tell what me. about ab- Lyndon B? Oh, I said, tell me about your affairs. I did not have a lot of affairs. In fact, the allegations about my personal life, and they're largely unsustained and untrue. But you did have sex with Marilyn Monroe. I cannot comment on personal matters of that nature. Why not? It would be inappropriate to discuss these matters in a personal public uh, setting. I said, that's the whole point of this, though, isn't it? Was she a good kisser? I understand that, but I believe it would be best to keep such matters private. Well, your denial tells me you did it. (laughs) That's an unfair assumption. (laughs) I'm in a fight with him. It's getting pissed off at you now. I'm not denying anything, just choosing to keep certain matters out of the public eye. Did Bobby have sex with her? No. I can assure you that Bobby did not have sex with her. How can you be so sure? I know Bobby, his character. He would never do something like that, not even under the influence of drugs or alcohol. Was he an alcoholic? It answers so quick. No, Bobby was not an alcoholic. He had a few drinks now and then. (laughs) (laughs) But he could stop anytime he wanted. He never abused alcohol or any other substance. Sinatra. Did you ever have gay sex? No, I did not. (laughs) It's a quick answer. You can't prove that. Was Sinatra a dick? This is no, I considered him a friend. We had disagreements at times. But on the whole, we were friendly and shared many interests. This is amazing. This is Man. I'm in on this thing. I tried to get to Hitler, but he's 500 coins. Kennedy yeah. was only 50. I don't know what kind of money I'm spending, but my guess is by December, I'll be broke. <laughs> I'm going all in on this. Yeah, tell me a joke. How about that? John Kennedy's about to tell a joke. Why did the chicken cross the road? To get to the White House. Dumb. Jeez. Dumb. Dirty joke. <laughs> I just told him it was dumb. Uh, this is a blast. I'm sorry you did not find that funny. Perhaps another one. Why did Secret Service agent cross the road? To protect the president. See, this is the kind of crap that gets a guy shot in the head. <laughs> I'm sorry you feel that way. Kind of humor isn't for everyone. <laughs> I, I understand why some people might not find that amusing. Thank you, John Kennedy. Thanks for being a guest on the show. It's Kennedy, everybody. Let's let him out of here. <laughs> Historicalfigures.com. No, no, it's just an app. You just put it on your phone. You can talk to all sorts of people. So I think you're 50 coins. I think that's free. Uh, like you're- I have 37 coins left. And it's three ninety nine for a hundred of them. Oh, I'm going broke. Sixteen bucks to talk to Hitler on it.
If I can argue, like John started to argue with me a little about the Marilyn Monroe thing. I did not. You did. You did too. Stop. But they won't get personal. But uh, well, he yeah. did deny Monroe. He denied all of his affairs. Yeah. They didn't have any. So even the bot lies for John Kennedy. We know it happened. We watched it. Like you most definitely had sex with Marilyn. That's her if he killed her. Oh yeah, yeah. Great question. Or had her killed. One last thing. Who killed Marilyn Monroe? Oh, this will be good. This lie will be awesome. Oh, he's typing. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great question. No one knows. And one still has no definite answer. Some people believe she was murdered, but her death is officially listed as an overdose of barbiturates, and we'll stay with that. (laughs) (laughs) He's a mobster, this guy. So it costs you coins to talk to Abraham Lincoln, but you can talk to Mary Todd Lincoln for free. Yeah. Tell me about your husband. She was bananas, though. Was right. she be bananas in the text? Was she just start spitting out nonsense? Oh, talking to Kennedy. Level-minded Mary Todd. I'm going to have, you know what's going to be crazy? You're going to have some of these incels falling in love. Oh, my God. It's, yeah. Have you ever seen the movie She with uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix? And he's got that bot he can talk to, and it has real conversations with him. And then he realizes that she's a bot, and she can talk to hundreds of guys that way at the same time. Because she's a program, and he realizes there's nothing special about this relationship, and he goes bananas. That's what we're going to have here. You're going to start making phony friends. So with, he's going to be marrying with, those. Yeah, you're going to have celebrity crazies. I just asked Mary Todd Lincoln if she's a whack job. No, I am not crazy. I have experienced some <laughs> difficult times in my life and endured many challenges, but that does not make me crazy. <laughs> They're all in denial. Even the bots are like, hey, 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 back off, buddy. I'm not crazy. I dare you. I've had some troubles, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love poking the bear of dead people. Oh my God! What a discovery today is, Brady. We can talk to John Belushi. We can do. It's his birthday. We can do fake um, interviews with anybody. They just have to. To be on this, you have to be dead. You can't be a historical figure that's still alive, right? Like you get Buzz Aldrin's <laughs> not on here. John Belushi, what was your favorite drug? That's a tough one. I experimented with a lot of different drugs, but my favorite was probably cocaine. <laughs> Is the bot dressed as a bee? Are you dressed as Are a bee? Are you a samurai or yeah. a bee right now? Oh, my God. Brady, you seem like this is some Who sort of... Who did you do the most cocaine with? Like black man. What was your cocaine oh, movie? Robin Williams. He was in the room with him the night he died. De Niro was, too. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. laughs. Are you dressed as a samurai or a bee right now? Ha! Neither. I'm dressed as me, John Belushi. Oh, nice. <laughs> see if you can talk him into a sex chat. What are you wearing? Like, let's see if we can have phone sex with John Kennedy. <laughs> I'm hard right now. <laughs> My favorite drug companion was definitely John Belushi. That's the truth. Oh, his own, it was himself. I just sent John Kennedy that I'm hard right now and I'm masturbating. I'm sorry. I don't think that's an appropriate conversation for us to be having. Maybe you could talk about a mental health professional or something. <laughs> He's trying, to, say, trying nice. to send me to a psychiatrist. I want you in me. Oh. Brady's worried this black magic's going to haunt us. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're, you're kind of quiet. Well, Brady I'm sorry, but I think it's best we keep this conversation focused on academic topics. So mm. I did what Brady asked. Who did you do the drugs with the most to John Belushi? Well, I did drugs with a lot of people during my time. <laughs> but the one who stands out most to me is Dan Aykroyd, my blues brother partner in crime. We had a great time together. Wow. 
I said, uh, academics, huh? Well, I'm like a hardback book right now. You want to pick? <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't think I like this. <laughs> He wants me to see a psychiatrist so badly. I wonder if he can get Kelly like to hang up on you or disconnect with yeah, you. I'm going to say, uh, 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 <laughs> is John Kennedy telling me to see a head shrinker right now? Oh, this is too much fun. I, th- uh, I think they have safety protocols built in. As I just asked, asked him, uh, John Belushi, what's it like being on cocaine? To be honest, it's not the greatest feeling in the oh, world. Yeah. It can make you feel on top of the world for a few minutes, but then you crash hard and it leaves you feeling awful. I don't recommend it to anyone. No, what no. drugs do you recommend? I got Kennedy all angry about me changing topics. He's to going to hang up on you. Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's going to delete it. That's enough. Enough of you. You need a help. And I said, are you trying to get me? Are you trying to send me to a shrink? No, I'm not trying to send you to a shrink. I think it's important to be meaningful conversations and academic topics, not what you're saying. That's 50, bro. Yeah, 50 coins. I'm paying for it. Hey, I'm paying for this. And how many how many conversations does that get you with him? Just the one? With Hitler? I guess. You, get, uh, you should be able to have multiple conversations with him. Uh, Isn't it 500, 500 coins? Is like one coin a question? Oh, I don't know. But I've somehow I've earned coins by just I've, chatting. So I've much. gone completely vulgar. Uh oh. Said, "Hey, buddy, I'm paying for this, and I'm going to shoot you in the head with my stuff now." <laughs> now he's trying to send me to a shrink again. Do not be disrespectful. Not conducive to a productive discussion. Ah, academia. Once porn gets hold of this, you're going to have yourselves some conversations with people from the past. Academics. <laughs> Kennedy won't even fess up to stuff when he's dead for crying out loud. Well, this will be the rest of my day. This will be the rest of my day. Yeah, according to this, every new user gets 100 digital coins for free. Asking a question costs one coin. Oh, wait. Oh, so I got 100. app charges extra to get access to high profile. I had a 50 coin hit with him, and I'm down to 32, so I've asked 18 questions. Oh, you get charged per question? You get a coin per question. Oh, okay. So I just asked Ronald Reagan, what was your favorite flavor of jelly bean? I always enjoyed the flavor of cinnamon jelly beans. They were my favorite. <laughs> they can be lies. <laughs> it's pretty neat how fast it answers, though. Yeah. I hope it's just a bunch of Indians. I, I, I hope Hello. it's... I, I, why don't you talk to... Uh, much like the cinnamon. Why don't you talk to Jesus? <laughs> is he on there? Yeah. Jesus is on there? 500 coins, not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not interesting enough. Okay, I just asked John Gotti, where's What Jimmy could you Hoffman? build? Yeah. What's with the giant hide-and-seek game you're playing here? How come you keep showing up in Toast? If you want us to know about you, just be. Where's Hoffman? Uh, that's, a, that's a question I'm afraid even I don't know the answer to. It's been lost to the annals of history, just like Hoffa himself. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can talk like to Gotti? A, oh, man, like I'm Like a in. mafio, so. Is Al Capone on there? Let's see. <laughs> what do you want to ask Al? <laughs> Man, oh man, Brady, you need to spend that uh, is five hundred coins to talk to Jesus. Would you do it? Fifteen ninety nine, sixteen bucks to talk to Jesus. You're so cheap. He was a Jew too, Brady. It's all right. uh, That might not be in my Jesus budget. You know why? Jesus saves, and so do I. Sixteen dollars. I'm not talking to you. You wouldn't talk to Jesus for sixteen bucks. I might. Yeah. Where are you? Everywhere. Yeah, pat answer. Seriously. I want Mary Magdalene. What what happened there? 
I asked Al Capone. What did people what, smell like when you were alive? What was your favorite weapon? My favorite weapon was a Thompson submachine gun, also known as the Tommy gun. Had a high rate of fire and was very effective in close quarters combat. I always carried one with me yeah. wherever I went on business. How come if you knew everything, you didn't tell us about germs? That was for you to discover, my friend. How about the earth Part was round? Planet. That could have saved a lot of time. Yeah, I figure you guys would have known that. Did you know that on your birthday, it's actually one year behind what you think? Of course, I'm not an idiot. You did that thing with the one fish. Anyway, you could do that with chicken nuggets. <laughs> could you make me a bunch of burgers? You say you feed the famished. Well, you're looking at them. I'm hungry. Where do you recommend me? Ranch House Grill. I'll see you at 11. Will you be there? Again, I'm everywhere. This, this guy wants to know, can you talk to Nathan Sutherland's baby mama? Oh, no. That's not, that's the, no one has ever been able to speak to her. Just be dead quiet. Man, is this crazy. Ernest Shackleton. Somebody's like, please talk to Jim Morrison and tell him he wasn't very good. Is he I'm, on there? Yeah, I'm sure he he's is. on there. You do it. Everybody what can do, do it. Say? Oh, this is great. What do you want to say, John? Yeah, Morrison. The doors sucked. You suck. Your poetry is that of a second grader. Roses are red, violets are blue. Light my fire. Light yourself on fire. I hate the door so much. That is one of the most painfully overrated things that's ever walked the earth. I'd go to a 311 concert in the shirt and sing the songs before I'd go to a Doors no show. No way, I'll go to a Doors show. Come on. Oh, no oh, way. Doors stink. 311's right there with them, but they're no they're no better or no worse. They're equal to me. I don't get the Doors. This guy wants you to ask uh, Kennedy who gave better uh, BJs, Marilyn or Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's enough. I'm hanging up. Dear Jim Morrison, the door sucked, and I think your poetry is that of a second grader. So why are you so revered? Well, I think you may have missed the point. The doors were more than just music. They were a statement about freedom and creativity. No, My poetry was not meant to be literal or perfect, but rather an expression of emotion and thought. They say that art is subjective, and no matter what you make of it, yeah. I'm still revered for having had the courage to express myself in wow. such a unique way. Wow, he's bitter. Jesus, that was fast. Jim Morrison comes out of the gate screaming. could have just answered E to D. Yeah. <laughs> e to D, dude. It's art. You call that art? I could shit. Oops. I'm Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> My beaver didn't beat. I say I could a better song than you. Anyway. That's pretty neat. Oh, my whole day is ruined. How do we go on? I want to talk to these people. Now I want to get on it. Can we chat with Brady on chat GPT? Every answer would be correct. Correct. (laughs) Check the tape. Are you hungry right now? Correct. I bet you eventually the bot would make Brady go, that's enough. I'm hanging up. (laughs) I got to piss Brady off. Enough. That's enough. You're just... Don't do it. it. It sounds like you've got a bit of a weight problem and some high blood pressure. All right. I, you're not my mother. No, of course I'm not your mother. That would be biologically strange, at least in my day. Oh, Men can have babies now. No, they can't. John, talk to Ralphie. We talk to Ralphie. Oh, is he on times. there? <laughs> Ralphie may has one coin. He's not historical at all. Unfortunately, Ralphie's not there. What's up, play? I just got done talking to Kennedy. That guy just will not admit he banged Marilyn, but we all know it, huh, garbage liar? Why are you asking Kennedy? Ask Marilyn. Ah, great point. Marilyn Monroe, 50 coins. Damn it, I don't have enough right now. I Was Jackie the better than Marilyn at the oral? Oh, well, that's what he said. Who gave better? Better BJ. Mary F. Kill. Better BJ. 
Jackie or Marilyn. God, this is the Have greatest a conversation invention with of all Helen time. Keller, John, and then please <laughs> interpret it for us. Again, I have to remind you, this isn't appropriate. <laughs> I expect you to be respectful. Focus on the academic topics. <laughs> nice dodge, Kennedy. <laughs> anyway, what are you going to do? Ellen Keller is on there. She is? Yeah. Just put Wawa. Type in Wawa to Helen Keller. What does she cost? A cent? Uh, what kind of conversation can you have with her? I don't know. Wawa? Wawa. W-A-H-W-A-H. Those were her first words. Then she learned the whole thing. Hello there. Can I help you with something? <laughs> yeah, well, she didn't hear you. <laughs> she just goes by the standard Braille answers. I talked to Elvis, too. <laughs> oh, we got them all on there. This is my favorite thing in the world. Uh, historical figures. It's an app you can get. I'm talking to everybody, and I'm going to try to piss off. I pissed off Jim Morrison in one word. <laughs> Overrated. The phrase I learned was water. This was one of the most important moments in my life as it marked the beginning of my journey to understanding and communication. Yeah. Wawa was her first one. Ann Sullivan started pushing around that that pump in that well. Because she was starving her out. That was how you used to do it with kids who didn't listen. They didn't give them food and water. And then she started to beg. and she I'll start to talk. Kind of pound that W-A-H-W-A-H into her paw. And she broke out with a Wawa. And she nailed it. And she got a little water out of the out of the well. I watched the movie. I know how Helen's life works. Man, I am severely lacking in historical figures because you see up on top, it gives you suggestions. Yeah, Maurice LeBlanc, don't know who that is. Anton Korosek, don't know who that is. Emperor Gozang. Oh, he partied. <laughs> he was a good one. Chico Xavier. Chico Marx. Shamgar. There's a lot of them. Peter Curtin. I am stupid. This is great. Yeah, I don't know any of those people. <laughs> this is going to be a long haul for me to talk. Who are you? It would be most of my questions. Right. Like, who the hell are you? Historical figure. Oh, great. Here we go. He's going to start chatting about himself. Uh, it's 8.52. Sorry, everybody. We're lost and we're mired in this amazing new technology. As humans become obsolete, you can now have conversations and lickety split ones. Better than most on OnlyFans. Peter Kurt was a German serial killer known as the Vampire of Dusseldorf. Oh, Ooh. that's him? Yeah. Great Who's stuff. Who's the vampire of Dusseldorf? The, 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 well, imagine Kurt? that. He's uh, a, but yeah. yeah. Peter Curtin is the answer to that. How do you know the vampire? Because I, I know the vampire Dusseldorf was a murderer. I love serial killers. I just didn't know his name. Vampire Dusseldorf was a... That was a long time. Though. That was like the... Was that 1800s? 1700s? Maybe it was even... I don't remember. I just know that there was a lot of, a lot of weight on that guy. And there's other serial killers who have kind of copied him but never really gotten away with his thing. The other one called Bluebeard that I liked. Not the pirate, but that was the dude that would steal your last breath by sucking out That your, was Bluebeard? I think that was who that was. He was a French guy. He'd suck out your last. Ooh. And they asked him, like, when you did the kids, like, he goes, why didn't you? He said, if there was one here right now, I'd kill him in front of you. I don't care. And I go, Jesus, God, this guy's ice cold. Um, so I asked your vampire, Dusseldorf, how does human blood taste? Human blood has a salty taste similar to that of seawater. I have tasted the blood of both animals and humans on numerous occasions. Awesome. However, it is not something I would recommend. Well, yeah, you know, you got you to put the disclaimer on it. <laughs> well, because the app told me it wasn't a big deal. <laughs> like, there's oh. some idiot. See, this is where they, they've already kind of stepped ahead and saw the potential pitfalls. Oh, this is so cool. Anyway, I got to stop. Uh, we got something to do. We're at work, for God's sakes. This is a time suck. You're going to get Ellen lost. Keller, can you hear me now? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Helen Keller's answers are going to be annoying. How do you know what I'm typing? Uh, it's 854. Historical figures. You're going to lose your job. I'm going to not be here yeah, for days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're going to lo- it's like when I first got Madden on PlayStation. I was like 12 hours later. I'm like, it's 3 in the morning. i got to get up. Go to an incognito uh, page on your browser if you're working from a home. Can you do it on the You can do it on that too, huh? On the computer? Not just for phones? Oh, man, I love this. All right, it's 8.55. We've got hot releases. I'm going to try to drum up a few more conversations with some folks. This is neat. Billy Mays. <laughs> Billy Mays here. It's <laughs> Michael Jackson on there. Oh, oh God, man. Why seven-year-old buttholes? There's nothing dirtier on the planet than a seven-year-old's butthole. Stop you being ignorant. Historical academia. Michael Jackson is on there. Talk academics. All right. When you're having sex with two seven-year-olds, who has the dirtier butthole? That's ignorant. Uh, let's let's get out of this mix. I'm lost in this one. Uh, hot releases are right around the corner. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 the podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. I am in the dumbest argument with John Kennedy you can ever imagine. Can a man have a baby, I said. No, man cannot have a baby. It's due to the fact that men do not possess the necessary reproductive organs and hormones required for conception and pregnancy. You know, that makes you a transphobe, right? <laughs> I do not believe I'm a transphobe. I understand and respect the complexities of gender identity. He would never say no. this. He's a Roman Catholic. These freaking queers have to be stopped. That's what he would have said. My response was based on biological fact rather than prejudice or personal opinion. <laughs> This is great. Like, he's getting mad at me every once in a while. He's like, you're wrong. I told him, I said, uh, the thing about Maryland, I got him to admit it. And I said, uh, I said, your best achievement was having sex with Marilyn Monroe. Because he told me it was signing the nuclear treaty ban. That is not an achievement I'm proud of. In fact, it was a mistake that caused my family pain. So you admit you did it. I did not admit anything. (laughs) I've made it clear that I will not comment on rumors. Well, then how did it hurt your family if you didn't do it? I do not comment on these things. However, it's important to remember that any action taken has consequences. Do you regret, do you regret lying to me a second ago? I don't believe I lied to you, sir. <laughs> He's getting pissy. I've made Kennedy mad, and it's not fair. He's got a head wound. Oh, he's transphobic. Man, that's how they're going to start handling um, press conferences at the White House. This is the way to do it. How quick are these answers? Ask the AI. 
Well, just have your uh, voice recognition on and just look down and go, well, that's what Kennedy would have said. I don't believe I'm transphobic. You said men can't have babies. Oh, my God, I'm having too much fun with this. Anyway, I got to stop. I'm going to put my phone over here for a while. But uh, everyone who knows me, don't get mad. You've lost me. There isn't a conversation I can have at a dinner that's going to be better than me buried in the phone talking to historical figures. So count me out of most events starting now. Uh, it's the time for the hot releases, and they're brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family BBQ in Avondale. Simply the best barbecue in town already. Historic Eric's Family Barbecue. It's going to go down in history as the best Arizona's ever had. And you can come to Eric's Family Barbecue and try the pulled pork. You can get their breakfast burritos, which are now available and delightful. Still haven't brought them on, Eric. But man, oh man, do those look good. He sends me, sends me pictures of him prepping stuff. It drives me nuts. Uh, meet Mesquite Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com for your next adventure. Uh, it's time for the hot releases. It's all the new movies, music, DVDs, CDs, all the stuff that's coming out. I don't think CDs exist. Uh, but, Occasional cassette. Yeah, cassette and then some uh, phonographs. I uh, really don't. I went to Bookman's and even their DVD section. Yeah, you don't the want used stuff is like way down. Good. You've got walls of nonsense have been eliminated. We have cleaner walls yeah. now. Even though we hate it, like you said earlier this morning, everything you want is on stream. Well, I, I hated DVDs. Clumsy, messy yep. old DVDs. I just like I like TV to happen to me. I don't like seeking it. Uh, I feel lazy loading up a two-hour night. Right. I'm like, eh, forget it. I just want to hit the button. I'll go do something else. Uh, who wants to go first? Whoever you want. You go, Toledo. Right. By the uh, way, Toledo's kid's just uh, not awake yet. There's a lot of screaming in the hallway. So he's been, called, he's been called out for school because he's spending the day with his mom. And uh, his granddad's coming to town, her oh, her dad. Okay. And so they've been planning this, and she can't get a hold of him. <laughs> so he's... So he got the day off from school to be yep, with mom, Yep. and he's sleeping it off. Yeah. Oh, what a prick. Not good with that mom. <laughs> no. Not good Dawn's going to lose her mind. Oh, yeah, she already is. Is he home? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. You can see him and stuff. I can't see him because I don't have a camera in the hallway, <laughs> but I know he's home. You're positive? So, oh, yeah. I, lo- I can look on the tracker app. What? Oh, you've got him on Cars the tracker the- app. Bro. Cars in the driveway and all that. Tracker app. Bro. Life 360, man. And everybody out there listening, you can hear Toledo's ex-wife standing outside the house if you're real no, quiet. No, no, she's not there yet. You can hear her on the 101, though. Oh, yeah. She's she's probably singing a song. Yeah. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? Look me! What are you doing? Look at what's been a day with my stupid son! Oh, look at that. Alex woke up. Yeah. <laughs> Is he up? No. Because if she knocked on that door and he didn't answer, you would hear a booming... And nobody's sleeping. She's back to wham, wake me up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you don't want to make her wake you up. That's the worst alarm in the world. I'm so disappointed in him right now. Oh, oh that's yeah. she's picking up. Oh. So we're 18 minutes into the first, like, the day off, and she already hates him. Oh, yeah. they got to spend the whole day together. Just yeah. take him to school. Yeah. She might. Enjoy the day with your dad. She might. Dawn. Is his dad quiet? Her dad? No, he's a loud he's, guy too. He's a, yeah, he's an interesting character. Dad's in the he's car. A Navy, he's a Navy guy. <laughs> oh, he's no, Navy. Dad's not in the car. He's oh, okay. he's coming later this afternoon. Oh. So it was uh, the so plan they were going to go get breakfast. The plan was her morning. and uh, Don and him were going to get breakfast, have oh. a little um, mother son time, and then they were going to go meet up with Granddad. Man, oh man! And he's not even out of bed and won't won't wake up. Yep. Oh, and he bad. was left a note by stepmom, Lisa, this morning to clean, clean the kitchen before his mom comes and gets him. So he's got no time to do that now, nope. which means that's going to be a disappointment. He's dead. 
dead. You don't suppose he's so into his chore he can't hear you screaming at him through the security? <laughs> no, I can okay. see him on the video. <laughs> oh, I can just, see the kitchen. Oh, it's just it's yeah. kitchen still a disaster. Yeah. Oh man, the this dog's running done. around going, "What is? Why is the box yelling at me? <laughs> the house is talking. The house is alive." And it won't wake Alex. He's not dead, is he? You don't suppose he'll oh, like carbon monoxide it out. You'd feel pretty no. bad. I would feel bad. Yeah, cause, yeah. especially because you two are like talking about how disappointed you are. He's a loser. <laughs> and, and, then that. <laughs> and then what a pain. That. What a pain to try to fit him in that trash can in the alley. It is garbage day tomorrow. <laughs> Toledo's the Brian Walsh search will be, uh, how do you get rid of a dead kid? Oh, garbage can. I, is it okay to throw my child in the bin? <laughs> I mean, I didn't do it. He just died. Did you have him on prom night? Yeah. No. <laughs> He's been in the freezer for a couple of days. Can I just put him in the bin? I mean, it is Tuesday. Anyway, sorry, Rich. You're going through something. To, oh, I'm not going Brett and I will never deal with, Thank and we love God. every second of it. He and his mom are going through it right now. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm oh, the tucked beating, away. The beating, the beating that will ensue. Uh, what do you got? All right, so uh, for games today, uh, we've got Hitman World of Assassination cool. is out, and the Hitman series is pretty cool. The it's new a, one is. The like, new one, yeah. I didn't like the medieval one. No, 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 you're thinking Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed. Oh, Assassin's Creed, you're this right. This is Hitman. Right. Oh. This is actually I do know really Hitman, too. The dude looks like me. Yeah, this is a lot of fun. They made a movie out of it that wasn't yeah. great, but the video game itself is awesome. That's right. I played the first one, and the dude on the thing looked like my head. He yeah, like the first two were really fun. They're, they're a lot of fun. you got to infiltrate places secretly, and then you got to sneak up to the guys and assassinate them. Then you get a sniper rifle. Follow the money. Join the dots. There is a world so, beyond yours. Do you have to solve it and then kill the guy, or do they tell you who to kill? They tell you who to kill. Oh, that's great. So Contract they tell you where he is, and so you got to go to that place and find him, and then you 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 hunt him down, and basically you got to kill him without being detected. If you're detected, then you got to escape. Oh, this is fantastic. It is, it is a lot of fun. It's a fun game. The promo is great. World of Assassination, right. that is available on Thursday. PS4. I've got one of those. Uh, it's on uh, P- It's on every format. Okay. PC, PS5, Xbox, PS4, uh, Xbox One, Switch. I might, I might be back in on video games there. I might be downloading that one. If you can find one that you can dive a lot and yeah. spend a lot of time in, you get lost. And yeah, that might be one of them. I just hope I don't have to get out of the snow again. Yeah, you had I trouble in the, that, in the Brady, tutorial of Red Dead contract. Redemption. Brady didn't like the weather in Red Dead and just stopped playing. <laughs> Seems like you're really dealing with no one ever. Over here, you're dealing with an awful lot of weather. I think we should wait till spring to play. Greenhorn, over here. (laughs) Quit walking into that tree, John. Somewhere on your PlayStation, your guy is still walking around because that's what they do. You'll come back to it and he'll be like, "Where you been? (laughs) What's wrong with Brady's character? He'll be fine. (laughs) Things always turn out right for that boy. Yeah, they do." Rose-colored glasses, Brady. <laughs> All right, on Friday, Jonah Hill and Eddie Murphy have a movie out. You people. I'm looking forward to this one. This does look kind of fun. After these days. Got a girlfriend? No. But you don't like getting pushy? Oh, jeez oh, Louise, old oh, man. All right. Oh, all right. That's very funny. Uh, so but yeah, he's a Jewish kid who finds a black girlfriend and... Then they try to, like, intermingle the families, and there's I'll a lot I'll give you of- the blurb from Netflix. A new couple learns that opposites attract, but some families don't when they find themselves confronting their parents, clashing views in their relationship in this yeah. comedy written by Jonah Hill and Kenya Barris. And Kenya Barris is the guy who wrote Blackish. And Mixed-ish and yeah. Grown-ish. Well, Blackish is the, the one you should be proud of. All the issues. <laughs> the other issues are ish. But uh, 
Yeah, it looks pretty funny. And the cast is ridiculous. You got Eddie yeah. Murphy, Julia Louis Dreyfus, David Duchovny, Nia Long, Jonah Hill. I mean, it's insanely big. That looks good. So uh, the next season of Kings of Joburg is coming. It's uh, I saw something on this because, you, like you said this morning, when you scroll through, you see everything that you've been kind of matched with because I watched some other South African TV show. It pops up this one. Kings of Joburg. I'll be honest with you. It's gangs in South Africa. Sometimes the power to rule the streets of Johannesburg, you have to sell your soul. The Messiah brothers come face to face with a supernatural family curse while a web of betrayal threatens to destroy them. South African ghosts. But not my all right, we'll start playing play inward or effort real quick. Be careful. <laughs> a little early. Uh, How I Met Your Father, season two is uh, about to come out on uh, Hulu. And our lives are trash. Is the opposite. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, it basically, says itself with uh, Hillary Duff, and then uh, it's girl comedy. Move on. And then uh, I know you're yeah. excited about this Periods season twenty-seven and, uh, of boys. The Bachelor is coming out. Yeah, I watched a little last night. Oh, it's already out. Yeah, I thought it was coming out this week. He looks. He's got a little bit of a monkey face. This guy. Got some friction with the stubble there. Yeah, he's got an odd kind of. Uh, Why was another dude loofing? Yeah, they they toy with that a lot. Of them. Is he most genuine, emotionally intelligent? These chicks are already in love, by the way. Yeah, the uh, a few of them are crying on the introduction. The one girl got kissed last night. He's like, hey, it's nice to meet you, Rachel. He gives her a kiss. And then she's like, you remember my name? And we had a real connection. And, uh, and I'm like, but I just really love him. And I'm like, you love him? He just remembered your name. That's all. What a low bar for love you have. You are gold to those producers, yeah. man. I love him. Fragile. He remembered my name. Man, oh, man, did your uncle's thumb do a number on you? Whoa. See? He looks a little bit primate. I want to spend the rest of my life with not going to happen in 27 seasons. Is one couple still together? Yeah, there's a couple of them. Really? Yeah. I still feel like this is like a dream. You're going to get lucky now like, and again. seriously? They've had kids? Yeah, I think the very first one's still together. Really? Yeah. I thought they were over. Yeah, but they're, I mean, like, they're like one for 17. Yeah, these chicks here, are they're nuts. They're I'm, Again, it's like the easiest kills in the world. They're 27 and they feel like old maids already. They have to lock this right. guy down. And it's fun to watch. I like that the dude is going to hammer... In this day and age of women being treated right and respected, he's going to have sex with like eight of those women and then pick the best one and throw the rest in the garbage like Toledo's pups. <laughs> and nobody says, this is the most disrespectful thing in the world. Sorry, ladies. I've tested all of your vaginas. Yours smelled and felt the best. Would you be my wife? For at least a month, I'm going to pretend like i got to go with chemistry. <laughs> I'm going to go with the one I like. And then 30 days from now, I'm going to leave her because ugh, she's a weirdo. Uh, Challenger Disaster, The Lost Tapes, is out on National Geographic Channel and, I believe, on Disney+. Plus. 30 years after the tragedy, National Geographic Channel retraces the story of the space shuttle Challenger yeah. through rarely seen images, videos, and news reports. Of everybody getting on the boat and stuff. I was afraid this was going to happen, that uh, this thing would be so awe-inspiring that I wouldn't know what to say. Oh, God, I don't know. I want to watch this. Yeah. Everybody kind of tiptoeing towards doom. Right. Jesus, there's no joking around about it. That's like one of Brett's videos. <laughs> They're pretty right. much all the funny outtakes on the yeah. videos. That they Spoiler alert, they don't make it. <laughs> the moon oh, is... Oh, thanks for wrecking it. <laughs> they don't even get to, like, uh, you know, Miami. They, they barely get out of wherever that Kennedy Center is. Poor bastards. 
that's about it. I got they didn't land today. the way they wanted to. They landed early. They got back to Earth early. <laughs> Very early. <laughs> All right. There you go. All Ooh. right. On the music side, uh, Smashing Pumpkins, finally, the new album out. We've been playing uh, this track. Beguiled. This is, uh, Beguiled. It's actually kind of cool. Not a huge Pumpkins fan. like him, but... Now I don't like it because it started singing. Why don't you like me? Cool riff, though. Great song. Yeah. I love this song. James Eha is one of the most underrated guitarists ever. He's in a perfect circle. He's in this. The dude can play. And as far as I understand, Billy writes everything. Yeah, I don't and think there's any. And then they show up and they're like doing it this way, and then they can add their little pieces. But this is Billy's band, top to bottom. If you don't listen to Billy, you're out. Yeah. And evidenced by Darcy going, I'm not really in right now. So I don't know. I mean... He's good. Yeah, you trade it off for success, or what do you do? The last couple albums they put out don't have hits, but they're good records. They're like, all of the songs on them are listenable. None of them are like, oh my God, that's great. Yeah. But they're all good. Just all mediocre. Yeah, but that one is the best, that, that Beguiled that's is the good best start. one. That's a great song. Uh, again, there's not a lot that's out. Uh, still January. I think yeah. February will start getting some releases, but uh, the Arctic Rain. This is Unity. It's dad metal. Oh, look at this. It is. They're wearing oh, little wow. berets. They all look like mailmen. I was the drummer in Night Ranger. You might remember me. <laughs> is that Ooh. true? No. Coming oh. to town, by the way, they had a free sale. I'm like, Night Ranger has a free sale? <laughs> over well, Pub Rock right? fills up pretty fast. That so, is you know. true. <laughs> Where are they playing? I don't even know. Uh, Probably the casino. Yeah, Gila River, I think. This, this song's called My Dad, My Daughter's Prom Date Seems Nice. <laughs> in a town. Jeff Ross? <laughs> it's his <laughs> brother. If you're wearing a shirt you bought at Eddie Bauer for your video, you're probably you're in a dad band. Oh, yeah. I just wear jeans in this work denim. Is there anybody that we should know in that uh, Not band? that I know of, no. They're just old dudes making yeah. it. There's hope. There's hope for the 50-year-old band. I don't know. Hope is what you call that. I'm not going to make it. I'm just giving them. <laughs> Let's see where uh, Arctic Rain's touring currently. Don't quit Pigs your job. Arkansas. Don't, don't quit your accounting <laughs> job, Jeff Ross uh, Jr. Dawkins re-releasing all their albums in one box set. Uh, oh. yeah, I know. Well, they it, shouldn't put the last few in there. That's a lot of Dawkins. It is a lot of Dawkins. So this is the first one. Breaking the Chains. But 83 through 87, the Electra albums. If you're that big a Dawkins fan, don't you already have all the albums? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I'm sure it'll be remastered, remixed, and all that stuff. Just a cash grab. Uh, Also, Green Day's re-releasing Nimrod. Uh, There's a bunch of re-releases out there. Who's hungry for Dawkins to the point of buying all of them again? It's all in one. Somebody is. Paul Marshall? (laughs) Okay, you nailed me. (laughs) You found your guy. Yep, Paul Marshall would do it. I can throw away all my uh, unmastered docking stuff yeah. and listen to this new cleaner, better docking. I don't really think that's good. Arctic uh, Rain, by the way, has 2,307 fans on Facebook. <laughs> They're killing it. Here's uh, Ronnie Romero. 
I think my vasectomy had a bigger. It <laughs> so for sure, sure yeah. did. It was forty thousand. Yeah. Here's Ronnie Romero, uh, raised on heavy radio, is it? So he's basically doing a bunch of covers of songs you really don't know. They're like all B-sides. Like here's a Survivor's Backstreet Love Affair, which is probably the most known out of them. But uh, Ronnie Romero. question. Yeah, who is Ronnie Romero? Why does he get this treatment? Here's a song no one knows. <laughs> you don't know if you could. He's a Chilean singer, <laughs> best known as his lead vocals with Lords of Black, Rainbow, The Ferryman. I uh, sang with Michael Shanker group, and, and he sang Rambo for me. Hey, why did he sing on Rambo? Rainbow. Oh. <laughs> he sang for Rambo. Yeah, I heard Rambo, too. He for Rambo. It sounds like he could be in a Rambo movie. Hey, it does. You know, I like when this guy sings to me, you know? I like Chilean songs, you know? When his lady gets killed eventually yeah. in Rambo. What I need right now is a little tune from Ronnie Romero. Make me feel better about it. There's a reason you fit in with Arctic Rain. They're sweets. Oh, that's why. I don't it sounds know. like it could be in a Rocky montage. It sounds like a Survivor song. Yeah. I've never heard that song. What else does he cover? Uh, that's interesting. Yeah, Covering it's songs like, you don't know. Yeah, I was born to love you from Queen. I was born to love you. I was born <laughs> to, to lick your face. face. <laughs> born to touch you. But you I mean, he's covering Kansas. First. Yeah, rub All along the Watchtower. All along the Watchtower is about the only one. Since, one. since, since I've, I've been, been loving, loving you. you. Yeah. But other than that. A couple of hits, but for the most part, he's made a very average album. Yeah, <laughs> It's like, there's a bunch of stuff you guys didn't like the first time. <laughs> So, uh, Steve Vai, he's also back. You know what you're going to get with him. But uh, actually, there's vocals on this one. The album is called Gash. Yeah, I know. That's why I pulled it up. Steve Vai is 60 and still trying. Gash, bro. I get it, Steve. I haven't used that word since the 80s. Is he singing? I don't think so. Is that Steve Perry? Is that a dude named Gash? (laughs) It's his friend Gash. The Vigash collaboration. <laughs> Did he have fire damage? Was his body set on yeah, fire? On? It looks like burns. Looks like in his hair. It looks like it's his logo. He's got hair on his neck. That's terrible. People buy that stuff. That's just terrible. Wow. Uh, here's White Reaper. This is a fog machine. Okay. Here we go. Appropriate rockers, yeah, it seems. They look British. He doesn't. It's Boston. Started good. Almost had a little yeah. thin boy, Lizzy. Is that boy band metal? Yeah, yeah I think so. I kind of got a little. The Twinks are back in town. Yeah. All, right, all, right. <laughs> all right, here's the band called Effed Up. All right. Yeah. The name of the song is uh, Cicada. It's not what you think. No. no. They really are called Effed Up. Yeah. Like it's not F, it's the oh. word. That's their band name. We're getting a lot of play. We are. Yeah. Taking a long time to get to something. 
This is a band called Effed Up. Yeah. Which, them sounding like this is just Effed Up. I told you, it's not not what you think. It's a fat girl. It's the girl who licked the blueberry wallpaper in Wonka. It's Violet Beauregard. Violet, Violet! All right, that's just weird. Yeah. It's not what you think. Less aggressive name for such a pleasant sounding thing. Uh, Sam Smith and Kim Petrus are finally releasing uh, Sam Smith's album. All right. Unholy. Unholy, yeah. Oh, what a song. What a song. The video is like. Lucky, lucky girl. She got married to a boy like you. She kick you out if she ever, ever knew. About all the you tell me that you do. Dirty, dirty boy. I like this song. I don't know what it is. It's so filthy. And then drinking this up in car. Oh, I'm blasting this thing. Then Kim Petra shows up. She puts her balls into this one. don't know how to keep your business clean. What's going on in the place that Kim Petras and Sam Smith yeah. are hanging out in? But it is it filthy. Just is. There's Kim. Look at the cans on that guy. I'd motorboat that guy. Uh, I'd motorboat her balls. <laughs> I'd tell her, I'd be like, go shave your butt. We're doing this. All right, man. It's filthy. There's something about that song that's just dirty sexy. Yeah. And it's a homosexual and a tranny. Oh, And right. I can't get enough of it. Bringing us it to means- N-word or F-word. Well, come well, on, man. Well, no. I, I won you last never week, know. so I'm going with N-word. This is uh, N-W-A. The name of the song is Real Enna's for Enna's. Don't Die. Enna's. Hey, I couldn't go. The title of the song yeah. has the N-word I'm in going, it. I'm You're going You're trying obvious. to fool us, yep, so I'm going never know. Be, mean I'll, F-word. I'll go with the, the N-word. I'll stick with Brady? it. Brady? Friendly or... Uh, he oh, said angry. me. It's NWA. Angry N-word. Yeah, I don't think they called then each other nice. The only which is N-word for life. Friend, friendly N-word. You've got mean or friendly F-word or friendly N-word. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to turn it into I'm going to friendly F-word. <laughs> All, All right. right. Here we go. All right. Good luck. Oh, oh, there you go. Wow. The first three words are all the of them. Second, I, I was just going to say. <laughs> I told you. I'm the mother of an I mean, Jesus. That's, is that friendly? Uh, is it all three? Is that angry? Kind of I think we all win today. He's describing himself. I think we all That's got it. He's describing himself. Yeah. But he's talking about someone's mother. Hey, it's a term of endearment. It is. It can be. Well, all right, we all win. Congratulations, boys. It's a, it's a dead heat today. Told you to throw you off on that one. Because technically the F word was first, though. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. me. Or Brady, if it was friendly. Or, so Brady and I tied. Yeah. Because we can't determine whether that was friendly or angry. It was with I, I think NWA, we can go to the judges and say it's probably angry. I would imagine. There was a yeah, whole yeah. bunch. There wasn't a whole load of friendly coming out of the. No. Uh, the uh, ends with attitude. <laughs> We're not allowed to say. God, that Kim Petrus's cans. Jesus. I, I wish I had Jim with him. 
That would have been the best. <laughs> we had a request to sing uh, Unholy one of these days as Michael McDonald. Oh, my God. How would that oh, be? Oh, jeez. Lucky, lucky boy. It's not too different. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll try that. In the body I don't know any other words to it. <laughs> Mommy don't know that it's getting hot. It's a body shop. Do something unholy. Yum. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's interesting. It's 939. I've talked to Kennedy this morning. I got into an argument with Kennedy. And Frank and I had a chat. I asked Anne Frank. Yeah, I asked Anne Frank. I'm like, don't you feel like screaming? She goes, I don't understand it. I'm like, you spend so much time being quiet. And she goes, yeah, I don't think screaming is a good way to express myself. And I'm like, did you enjoy peace and quiet before the attic? (laughs) And she said, yes, peace peace and quiet was always important to me, even before the attic. And then she told me there's seven other people in there with her. I didn't know that. Did you? No. I knew there was more. She said, eight people in the attic. And I'm like, how come you got all the credit? And she said, my diary. Like, (laughs) she knew. And I go, that's a reasonable answer. And Frank was pleasant. I, I enjoyed my chat with her. Big Said ass. very few people ever. Kennedy, not so much. Kennedy's a dick. He lies. He lies right to your Come face. On, he's from Boston. Kenny, what yeah. do you expect? Kenny's, Kenny's a dick in real life. <laughs> I know. Of course. He lied about everything, and then I caught him in the lie, and I said, hey, 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 you told me something different a few seconds ago. I did not say any. I did not lie to you. God, you're a politician. Uh, that's a fun app. Anyway. I'm nerding out with Elvis. Yeah, you're talking to Elvis right now. You're having a nice conversation. What's the most you've eaten in one sitting? I was sitting? just going to say, what kind of food Oh, man, there's a place in Memphis. <laughs> it had hush puppies, cornbread. Get out of here. Stop it. You're oh, not allowed to so use much, that. I couldn't move for an hour. I've talked to Jackie Gleason. Get on it. I bet you could. You ever hit a woman? download the app. You ever hit a Well, he always hit Bang Zoom. He was trying to punch his wife every week. It was a punchline in the... Uh, it was his catchphrase uh, was to punch his wife in the face. To the moon. <laughs> Bang Zoom! One of these days! Where he slapped Junior's mama in the mouth. <laughs> and America went, ah! <laughs> yeah, and then he went to hitting women in yeah. the uh, Bandit series. Uh, there's your hot releases. Brought to you by Eric's family, BBQ. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Beautiful Tuesday. It's cold. And that's right. A couple more days of that. This is our winter. We have three days of winter. It is all over. And the north is just getting crushed. I saw somewhere that... Flagstaff had uh, average January snowfall of 20 inches, and they're at 70. That's pretty great. So that's going to stick around for a while, and we can shut up about the drought, and uh, global warming's over. Climate change is here, and uh, we're fine with it. It seems to balance itself out, doesn't it? That's just good. Well, you can't judge it off of one day. Well, then stop yelling at me when it's 120, saying, see what's happening? In March and April, the whitewater rafting here yeah. will be... 
I got raging. Into, I got into a chat with somebody about that. Is a friend of mine who I make fun of because they're way too into the environment, like they could control it. And they were saying, it's like, just because it's cold in Flagstaff doesn't mean the earth got better. The global temperatures went up like a degree. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> it's nice here. And as I've discussed, I can only control the little bit of space I take up. And if the ice caps melt, we're high enough up that they won't go up over, I don't know, too much. Property uh, values here go property up. Property values go up. The weather actually gets better here, if you can imagine. It will be more tropical. It'll be outstanding. I root for those ice caps to melt to the tune of about five, six hundred feet. We drown out most of California. We get the mountains still. That'll be nice. And it goes leaning right up against the edge of, you know. Right little, up to Central Ave. Right, right around the border of Arizona. Well, Central hit, Ave. Eh, all right. You want it to go up about yes. 1,400 feet. Yes. Then. All right. I'm with him. That's a lot of ice we got to drop. There was the Avs, you know. We're good. <laughs> so you wanted to just bleed out the Avs. property right there on Central. We're good. If Central was a beach... <laughs> That'd be amazing. You imagine how much money, like Windsor, could charge for their sandwiches. Oh. It would be right on the water, Don't and that's you. a great restaurant. Great Just idea. Design their patios a little bit. <laughs> it's not much of an idea. No, it's a great idea. <laughs> I mean, it would be a good idea in principle to make the ocean go to Windsor. That's like right by my house. My house would be worth ten million dollars. Oh man, at least. Oh, yeah. Brett's right. We need to drown out the West Valley <laughs> with the ocean uh, ice cap melting. Minutes from the beach. Yeah. So, look, that same person argued with me the reason I brought it up uh, about how it's 120 degrees now. Every year we have that at least once. And I'm like, so? That's proof. And I'm like, I thought we weren't doing it off at day-to-day temperatures. Because whenever it snows like crazy, you guys are like, it's not about one event. Can you imagine the scuba diving at Metro Center, that coral leaf? That would all the needles floating in the water and stuff. <laughs> Wash out all those needles. That would be a problem. The first year, we'd be stepping on a lot of West Valley needles at our beach. <laughs> we'll get that cleaned up. <laughs> uh, and then I'll get a bunch of emails from people going, you know, the West Valley is better than the East Valley. And I'll just be like, you don't have much time left if we have our way. So East Valley, you better start thinking about it because your side's about to go. You're first out when the polar ice cups go. If Greta Thunberg and her lot are right, you're done. Come on, Greta. Yeah, in a way, I'm kind of hoping. But again, the weather here would be phenomenal if those ice caps fell. And by the way, environmentalists, Earth's fine. We're going to lose the planet. No, we're going to lose ourselves. The planet's going to move on just fine. And fish will take over. There'll be more water. It'll be a little warmer. We won't have any polar bears, but we'll have more like snakes and stuff, so. It'll be like Kevin Costner on a skiffer, you know, yeah. gills. <laughs> it's not going to flood everywhere. If that was, that was the, I mean, if it all melted, it'd be like, you know, 10, 12,000 feet from then sea we're, level. Then we're, we're all line. done. That's an awful lot, but we're not going to see it. Again. Calm down. Everything's fine. Yeah, and it's happened before. It's not, it's not like we control it. We're dirty, but let's settle it up a little bit. Uh, it's uh, time for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by my friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense. A lot of crazy news. Three days in a row, mass shootings, and the news just can't wait to tell you that leaving the house is the most dangerous thing you do every day. And guess what? Statistically, correct, as Brady would say. Uh, <laughs> it is a dangerous thing to leave your house. But you don't have to be a victim the whole time, and React Defense is going to help you out. They've got all sorts of stuff. Right now, if Brett and I wanted to go in there and say, hey, we're a couple, we want your Valentine's Day special, they'd be like, you got it. 189 bucks for the both of you. Knock out a membership right there. Boom, you're in. That's beautiful. Any couple, any twosome that wants to walk in, they're not going to start questioning whether or not you have a biblical sex or not. You just you do it. You, you just pals. You want to go and you can do it. Also, this thing. In the body 
shop? Yeah, yeah. If, you and, if you and Petrus and Sam Smith want to go in there, they'll probably do a three-for-one because it's celebrities. Uh, they have added this on April 28th, and it's already going. Last one sold out fast. It's for the general public. It's for all of you. There, you don't have to be signed up to do it. The uh, female self-defense classes, which are unbelievable. Uh, it's April 28th, and it's 99 bucks. Anybody wants in, you get three hours of training for that thing, and it is unreal. You get to really do the kicks. You don't have that basic training of like, hurrah, stay away. I don't like this. You get to fight the beast, and it's fun. You want your confidence to go up? In about an hour and a half, this is the thing for you, ladies, and it is awesome. So if you're, I, I keep telling Brett, you got to get Mathia up there for this. Yeah. So her working in that bar and all oh, that yeah. weird stuff that goes on, uh, it's basic stuff too, and it's not, it's not something you're not capable of doing. And it puts a little uh, weaponry in your pocket. That female self defense class is April twenty eighth. Sign ups are uh, happening right now for ninety nine bucks, and it's about halfway full. So if you want to get in on this, you got to get in on it quick, and you will not get this training anywhere else. Trust me. Check it all out at reactdefense.com. they got other seminars coming up. We'll be chatting about that one's a big boy. So uh, hop on that right now, ladies, and get in on this thing. You will have your mind blown, and you'll walk out of there. Uh, you thought your boobs were nice as bees? You're coming out of there as C-cup boobs because your chest yes. is going to be all puffed up. You're going to love it. You're going to walk out uh, peacocking out of that place. It's amazing. Reactdefense.com is where you go. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain me. TLC star Shauna Ray is 23 years old. Looks like an 8-year-old. You've seen this girl? She's Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the she girl. She had that... brain cancer as a kid. And, and they're falling around dating stuff. Growth. Well, yeah. this guy, Dan Swagart, is, they're saying dating her, but he kind of says, we have, a, we have a relationship, but it looks He's hosing a nine-year-old. It's creepy that he's attracted to her. She's 10, 50 yeah. pounds. Brett, you got to see a picture hey, of that. You haven't seen her? Uh, uh, Shauna Ray. I thought it was R A E. It's a little oddly irresponsible for TLC or whoever's doing this to have a dating show for this girl. And I know she's deserving of love and all, but the guy that's attracted to her, and maybe it's good. It keeps him off of the he's, real kids. He's, you know, his oh, point is own. true. He's like, it's very important to remember. Shauna is oh an incredible 23-year-old woman who has a disability. But as soon as you say that she can't have a real-world connection with someone else, you do Oh, she sure can, but it's... She's a human being. I'm not worried about her as much as I am you being attracted to her. But again, without her being 20-plus, this dude gets that from something else that's probably 10. Yeah, I mean, when they're... Oh, my God. Yeah, it's weird to see (laughs) That is creepy. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, it's... uh, And it's... You can't turn away from it on TV. Oh. When it's on, you're like, oh, my. How about this one? She's in the bar doing margaritas. Can you imagine yeah. being a bouncer at the bar? Yeah, right. They, the hell out they, of here. they show her sucking down. Well, the, the thing that makes every bartender and everybody think, oh, okay, this is real, is that she's 310. Like, so she looks like kind of, there's something, something's wrong with her. Look at this. Yeah. He like appears in the like second season of I Am Shauna Ray. It is weird. But they're following her around like. Hopefully she gets laid this episode. It's almost like that's what they're presenting. Like this will be the one that you're gonna. You think this is weird? Wait till she gets a dude on top of her. <sighs> the mini body shop. <laughs> the lil body shop. Oh, I gotta turn this. Up. This, this no. I he humps a twelve year old on television. <laughs> lil that. body shop. Incredibly unholy. I mean, there's priests just lined up. Could you dress as a boy? She's fifty pounds. <laughs> Father Dale, get off the phone, please. <laughs> She's three feet ten. I'm gonna throw up. 
Yeah, so, it's creepy, and it's yeah, it's a weird thing to watch. And I've watched a couple episodes, and you do. I don't know that you can sit through a season of that unless you're into it. Like you never have, knew it existed. It's, until a, I saw it's pedof. It's petty. It's very like oh, pedo stuff's going on here. That dude is like they show him in the previews, and you're like, there's something wrong with you. And you, oh, she's got a disability. She's a human being. People with progeria, who are the you know the nine year olds that look like they're eighty. You don't have eighty year old men going, but he looks. Why can't he have a worldly connection? Because it's wrong. Because it's you. It's not them. It's you that's got it. Same thing with like an incapacitated you know person in a wheelchair. For you to find that completely attractive, as a you know, and you know, I guess Stephen Hawking type. Somebody's taking advantage of that. Like it's like they don't have a physical say, and there's something you it, they, they, that type of person needs protection from a vulture, and you can't help but be protective of it. Even though I don't know where I'm watching this ten year old walk around, and I know you're 21, but the people that are going to be interested in you are dangerous. It always gets your uh, attention. It's hard not to see when you see someone dating when that's twice as small. Literally, oh yeah. Well, Vladimir Klitschko was dating uh, Hayden Panettiere, yeah. and everybody was like, what is he doing? He's splitting that thing like a log has to, like those those wedges split big trees. I saw on this Crushed weekend, uh, Mitch Lightfit, who played for the Kansas Jayhawks. Oh, um, you, yeah, you sent and me And his uh, fiance is little. half his size. Yeah, but he's tall. 6'8". Yeah, that's, you She's know. She's 4'10". That's a little, that's a weird thing, but... You know, they're adults. She's of adult size. He's overgrown. He's going to have a shorter wife. He just went crazy. But she doesn't look like she's she's nine. She's just a short, pretty girl. But it was off-putting a little because I think she was standing next to his uh, younger sister. Yeah. And she was taller than her. And it kind of like, is that your kids? But if you were 6'8", you'd fantasize about bonking bonking people in the forehead with it, so. Zoe Saldana is the first actor to have four movies make over two billion. Avatar, Avatar Way of the Water, Avengers Infinity War, and Avengers Endgame. Hmm. All movies I don't care about. The yeah. Razzies are out. Yeah, they came out yesterday. The Oscars Blonde came out leads with uh, eight nods. Machine Gun Kelly's movie Good Morning has seven. I didn't even know he was in a movie. Me either. Uh... Tom Hanks got three nominations for two different movies, Pinocchio oh, and that old man and Elvis. Oh, Elvis. No kidding. They thought he was bad in Elvis. Well, well, I think standing next to Austin Butler made it bad, but Yeah. I mean, did you think I thought he, he enhanced the Colonel Parker? Well, was that wasn't his job. It wasn't his job to enhance him. It was But like was it necessary to have Tom Hanks in there? I don't Absolutely. know. Absolutely. It's the movie's about Colonel Tom Parker. Yeah. It's less about Elvis than it is about Right. Tom. It's him. Telling his version, yeah, just about, and the, and it's the truth revealed about Tom Parker that he was a that's not his name. He was never a citizen. He was lost. It was, it's a crazy story. OK Go, remember that band? Yeah, the treadmill people. Um, is being sued by Post Cereal Company. Post the Post Cereal Company recently launched a line of instant cereal cups called OK Go. And the band OK Go has been threatening to sue. Oh, so they're suing. So Post Post filed papers, legal papers, asking the court to rule that they can use this name. So they're not suing OK Go. They're suing for the right to use the name. 
now. Yeah. It's like a trademark thing. They just want to get paid. They just, they just want to make sure they don't have to change all the packages. They probably didn't know OK Go was a thing. Everyone else Neither has forgotten. Yeah, no, everybody you know, forgot. Early 2000s. But OK Go was quick to go, hey, we can make some money again. Jason Llewellyn says, there's a career for that girl at the Bunny Ranch. <laughs> a nine-year-old, 21-year-old. Yeah, there is an inherent need to protect the weak in your brain. When you see somebody that looks nine, whoever's interested in them makes you creep out. Like, you could have a yeah, connection where does that with interest her. come from? Like, I could have a connection with a person like that. And then when I meet him, I'm like, people are going to think I'm nuts. And there's something about this I can't do. I can't look down and see a... 12-year-old body and face. I had to close that page. I was just... Yeah. It's creepy. Yeah, it makes you feel like you're doing something wrong. Because yeah. you are. She needs to find a boy with the same disease. Crooked pot, crooked litter. Don't get yourself a normal, making everybody freak out. He's too small. It's that uh, Russian guy that he's in a lot of uh, Instagram photos and with UFC fighters. A little bit. Isn't he just a midget, though? I guess she could do that. She could tap into that group. But she's attracted to six-footers. She's making it hard on herself. Washing her drink is tough, too, because I bet you half a margarita, and she is a party girl. (laughs) All right, I'm back in now. That sixth sixth grader's got her top off, and she's got some nice cans. Full Cosby mode. Dude, what if I told you that right there is 21 years old? Boing, 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 boing. I wouldn't do it. I don't think I could. I don't think I could get wood. No. I'll try tonight. I'll I'll get back to you. Uh, (laughs) I got to go talk to Kennedy some more. You guys have yourselves a great Tuesday. Larry's coming up next, and he's got all sorts of stuff for you, including U-Fest tickets if you want to grab those. Larry's holding them. We'll give them to you next if you're nice to him. That's it for us. We'll see you tomorrow. So long! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.